Oh, I have to. I have to ask. Uh, what color are your mics? Mine's black. My, mine's black because I'm cool. Okay, so we all black got black cool. balls. Uh. All right. Well, as I said, this is out of tune. I'm your host, Rosie. And I should really come up with a better, like, intro thing for introducing you two instead of just stealing Elfab's bit. But I've, I've, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm just like, what can I even do to, like, that's different, <laughs> but, like, original, but also entertaining? And I don't know, so instead I'm just going to Floating seven the feet above thing. me in the air. It's... <laughs> <laughs> just change up the directions. It's fine. There we go. <laughs> and standing menacingly three feet behind me. It's... <laughs> Wait, am I floating above you or standing behind you? Well, you're the lesbian, so you get to float, and I get to stand oh, okay. menacingly. This is them's the rules, unfortunately. Well, as as, as, as the only man on the is... podcast, Ben is by default the most uh, uh, threatening and menacing. It's true. It's true. <laughs> My soft boy cheeks scare away any would-be uh, intruders. I don't know if you wore that suit that you posted that picture of yourself in. I'd be intimidated. Yeah. Yeah, you would. In, in like a good way. Yeah, you would. I liked your sister's hair, by the way. Love the dye. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's relatively new. She's uh, she's all pink. It's pretty out. cool. It's cool. I like it. But yes. Uh, this is the longest intro we've ever done. Um, <laughs> Min Min is uh the other person on this podcast who is uh floating behind and to my like slight left and there's just like a like maybe three degrees offset oh, brother. and uh he's just come into his cool new windrunner powers and it's pretty neat he's really enjoying oh, himself with that okay real and then real questions real questions no way i have to introduce fine you, introduce me what'd you say your name was Pet, 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 something. Starts with a P, ends with a N. Oh my god. That's right, her name is Pexatron. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this, this one so either. Bad. This is so bad. Uh, okay. Well, who let me do the intro? Nobody, <laughs> you just decided to do know. it. Who's, who Ooh, said, to... who let me make decisions? Uh, <laughs> she up one day men. she wouldn't stop talking. I just don't understand. <laughs> men, if I turn down my mic in the middle of recording, will that fuck anything up for you? I... Don't know. I'm, if you like turned it down to sensitivity, no, that should be fine. Because like I'm noticing it peaking, not like all the time, but like peaking is actually not too bad as long as it's not like we have anti-peaking technology now. Okay. Yeah. Nope, that's probably that video I posted, go, like, which I'm going to pin now in case it gets lost. How's that? Where's Where's that, that on the? Is... That should be good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're good. Holy shit. What's up? Uh, just, uh, this is just, just the best. This is the most I chaotic we've ever been and we haven't even started yet. Oh yeah, I was gonna ask a question. Yeah. Uh, which, um, which Order of the Knights Radiant would you join, if you could pick? Oh, if I could pick? Fucking, uh, you gotta fly. Flight is if a necessity. I, if I join, if I join whichever one Jasmine's a part of, does that mean I have a shot? <laughs> no. I mean, are because, you a man? Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Because she Oof. is... Unfortunately, canonically, uh, heteroromantic, sadly. Fucking also asexual, okay, which no, probably but... wouldn't work for you. Okay, no, yeah, but also consider fan fiction world. 
where anybody is any gender and any orientation. Uh, okay, I'm listening. That's that's that's, uh, that's ace that's ace erasure, Rosie, and you will get yelled at for it. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Because you know that's how the internet be. Damn it! I need to I need to get men canceled. Why this episode? So that way you can like override my own canceling. That's how it works. Uh, I would be a skybreaker because I want to fly and I want to disintegrate things. That sounds really wow. Funny. How uh, problematic, men. What can I say? I follow the law. I'm just a cop. You know, cops, I just really look up to them. I think they perform a great service for society. I do legit think the Skybreakers have the coolest powers, but I don't like the, like, fucking, like, law. Like, I'm not a bootlicker, okay? Do not in any way resemble a particular farm animal with a pronounced snout. Like, they're just the best. I love cops. Oh, baby. Mmm, those boots, they taste great. Yum, yum. Quality leather. This one, oh, this boot just it's above the others you know they knew what they were doing when they made this leather yeah they got the coolest power so i'd go for that that is pretty cool i don't know i don't know enough about the other orders to know like what their philosophies are i should really like look into that yeah the windrunners are well you should be a stone ward rosie because that seems to just be like the bottoms like they all congregate in the one (laughs) the one i order resent that Uh, I don't know. I like I like the Windrunners because I like protecting, I guess. Yeah. That's neat. I mean, okay, my answer. If I can climb the vines like Lyft does, then an edge dancer, definitely. That is cool. What's the edge dancer's secondary power? Oh, it's the region. Yeah, they can, heal, they can heal and they can, they can uh, like, make stuff. They can make stuff, like, slippery. Yeah. That or cool. like make make herself awesome, as Lyft says. Lyft is like Loki, Hell the best yeah. what, the best character, other than uh, Risen. She's so good. I need to read that. Risen is so good. You have no idea, Risen. Like you legit have no idea because you haven't read that book. I know. I don't. <laughs> I Though I always it. loved Risen, even when she was just like this random side character in the in between things. Yeah. I got uh, the the bit where she fucking like swings herself off of the giant turtle. So not turtle, it, but yeah, I know what you meant. It's so good. Like she's such a great character. I love her. I was so like I was le- like I like legit squeed in my apartment when she showed up in uh, Oathbringer, at the end. Yeah. That's the one where like she's oh, working yeah, yeah, as yeah, like yeah. a bank person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's pretty great. I want to see her in like 20 years when her uh, pet has gotten larger. (laughs) So, uh, what all have y'all been up to this week? It's been, uh, it's the week before Christmas. Uh, I, uh, I'm laid off work. Seasonal layoff, so I don't have to work or anything like that. I can sit at home all day and that's pretty much what I did. Did a lot of cleaning. Nice. Did a lot of. I'm like on the edge of like completely reorganizing my entire apartment because that's how I be. Reorganizing shit uh, is good. It's yeah. No, I like it a lot. It's like a coping, like mental. I don't know. I don't know the word for it. Like it's a coping mechanism. Like helps me like work through stuff and like relaxes me. I really like doing it. And. You know, I have my own apartment now, so I can reorganize my shit whenever the hell I want. 
Um, so yeah, I reorganized my uh, my room and my apartment uh, back in like August or something. Nice. And like, it was just like, oh, this is like way better. Mm-hmm. Didn't even change that much fundamentally, but like, it's just felt better to have it all re- reworked and everything. Yeah, earlier this year, I took a bunch of time to like reorganize all my books. And like, mm, that was cool. really nice. I'm also like, I'm still not like super happy with the way the shelves are set up. I need to change some stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'm not, per- I like, I want the shelves to look a little messy. Like, I don't like the books to be, like, all perfectly lined up and stuff. I mean, yeah, if you're going to take them out and actually read them, why would you want them, like, in perfect rows or whatever? So Look how often I don't touch these. <laughs> yeah. And, like, also, I kind of, like, made my apartment less fun by reorganizing all my books. Because when I did that, I picked up all of the books that I just kind of had scattered all over my apartment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Like, my apartment is, like, much cleaner, but it's also, like, more boring because there's not books all over the place anymore, which is sad. Who needs a personality need, when you just have books, you know? God bless. I need more fucking space, mm-hmm. like, for, rather, less so space, more so bookshelves. Because I just don't have enough bookshelves. So I have, like, a bookshelf that I can put stuff on, and that's about yeah, it. Yeah, tell me about it. I'm actually doing pretty good now. Uh, cause I have the, I have like a huge ass tote full of a bunch of books, but those are books like, I don't really want to put up like Harry Potter's in there. Uh, <laughs> Why do you keep your Harry Potter yeah. books? Because they were a gift. <sighs> and I don't like to get rid of books. Um, same. All of my like Forgotten Realms that I read in like middle school and a bunch like Warhammer and like Star Trek books and stuff like that are all in that box. Nice. Because like I don't really feel the need to display any of that stuff. It's like kind of cheap crap. Rest in peace, Pexy's back when she finally has to move out of her apartment. It's just it's done. <laughs> you have it's over. No wait, you might have an idea. Did you? You've seen the picture of all my books, right? Yep. Yeah, for all of you listening out there, if you don't already know this, I have I have a lot, a lot of books. I have so many books. <laughs> I. Yes have made multiple shopping trips where I have spent multiples of hundreds of dollars on books that like when I was younger like every Christmas I would get a bunch of like Barnes and Noble gift cards and a bunch of cash and I would always go to Barnes and Noble and drop like two to three hundred dollars on books and I don't get rid of books so I still have all of them books are neat hot take yeah I like I just like having them around they're, they have, like, a certain, like, comfy yeah, vibe it's, it's to like, just having books on. Yeah, it's, like, why I like to go to, like, libraries and, like, even, like, bookstores yeah. like Barnes & Noble. Shout out to Barnes & Noble, honestly. Uh, my local one. Rip and Rest Boater. Boaters. Borders. Rip and Peace Borders. Didn't. Gone from this world too soon. Yeah. My, uh, local Barnes & Noble I've been annoyed with. Because they used to have, like, a corner with, like, a bunch of comfy chairs. Like, you can go in there and, like, chill, but they got rid of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so now, like, there's... Is that because of COVID, though? No. No, they got rid of them, like, a couple years ago. Oh, like, they've been doing a bunch of, like, reorganizing and, like, 
they have less books in there now. They have like a bunch of like movies and DVDs, and then they even got a big section of like toys and board games and stuff. Yeah, the one I don't really have a local one. Like the closest one is like over an hour away, but like ours did that as well. Or rather, they've had like a, an electronics movie section for a while, and added the like not really toys, but more so just like collectibles slash board game stuff you can buy gunpla kind of like gamestop actually what was that man you can play you can buy gunpla at my barnes and noble <laughs> yeah. what the heck is gunpla gundam like the oh oh like the figures and yeah. stuff yeah ours also has those and the thing i'm super annoyed about is they did a bunch of reorganizing and they got and they like moved a bunch of stuff around and because of the way they moved stuff around they had to take the whole uh D section and move it into where into a set like put it on like a shelf that used to be sci-fi and fantasy but they just didn't replace mm-hmm. that so the sci-fi and fantasy is section is smaller now and it wasn't very big in the first Lame. place Lame. on top of that they just got rid because it used to be two full aisles but one half of one of those aisles they just cut off and made that not fantasy anymore uh they put in way more ya novels they also got rid of uh their mythology section super lame like and like their well not really but like their classic section like where i go to get like where i got like the poetic edda for example and where i got uh my copy of the iliad and my copy of the odyssey and stuff like that like i just like that section's completely gone so i can't get those to the store anymore and i'm super annoyed about it mm-hmm yeah, get that. That's uh, that's obnoxious. Like, well, uh, fantasy is uh, not really literature anyway, so that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't care if it's literature. <laughs> I yeah, like. Yeah, ever read a books. nonfiction book, Pexine? That's a. <sighs> you know, you should consider it. You know. Oh my god, burn man. a thing or two. Uh, I guess it depends on what you mean by nonfiction. I also uh, I've actually read some like not any time recently, but like when I was a kid, I would read some of the like. Not fuck it. It wasn't National Geographic. It was like encyclopedia. No, they're like these specifically for kids. Books. Are you talking about like they're like they're def- the Wizardology and Dragonology and those or something no, else? No, no, it was literal like nonfiction. Okay. But like, and they like they were sort of set up kind of like almost like not magazines, but like you mean like the Encyclopedia Britannica or something like that? Maybe something that like an offshoot of those. Mm-hmm. That were, like, more geared towards, like, kids slash, like, preteens. Like, it was just, they were full of information and stuff, but it was nothing, like, too heavy. Yeah. But uh, those are cool. I read up on, like, pirates and stuff. And, mm-hmm. it's, like, I think they had, like, one on Joan of Arc as well. Yeah, I've, which is cool. I've got, um... I own a book on Russian history, which is super interesting because they like don't teach Russian history before World War One in any American schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, I guess, it's because Russia is not America, Pexy. It's not. Important. Well, it's not. It's not Europe. Is the more accurate. That too. Hmm. It's like two. It's like twice removed from America. Mm-hmm. Like, why even, like, even glance in that direction, Pexy? Why would you? Like, well, yeah. I get what you're saying. It's just, like, <laughs> it's, like, I, 
I hadn't even like fully conceptualized it is until I got that book until I saw that well no got that book because my dad bought it for me because like we've talked about mm. European history we've talked about like China and like the Mongols and the Middle East and Japan and Australia and like Central America and even some South American stuff but like n- literally absolutely nothing about Russia before World War One it's actually kind of wild. <laughs> Just watched Anastasia. I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, I own a bunch of books about mythology. I own an Irish mythology book. Mythology is cool. I want to like read the Irish hey. mythology book sometime and like at like the boss cast and be like, "Hey, <laughs> do you know this thing? What about this? I thing? want and no, this well, thing this thing? <laughs> I want you to tell me why these things ri- written about Irish mythology by an American are wrong." So, Min, what have you been up to this week? Oh, you know, just, uh, just, uh, vibing, you know? Just that's vibing. that. That's how we be. He's been reading Owl House fan fiction. I read a lot of, okay, I read Owl House fan <laughs> I feel like I did a really shit job talking about Owl House last week. Because I was kind of, like, out of it. You you were on the Lumity hype train. Yeah. Min's, it's, like, it's Baby's first OTP, and he's really excited. <laughs> Just, I just it's... really like them. I just think they're neat. You know, they're they're real neat. <laughs> but, um, hmm. I got super into uh, Lumini fanfic because it's the best, and I found one that's like really fucking good. Like I was like sort of worked up and emotional at the end. And uh, part two of that, the first chapter of part two drops dropped earlier today, and I haven't had a chance to read it. And I'm really, really fucking annoyed. <laughs> this is really annoying. Yeah. It's the uh, the Mestival one, right? Yeah, oh my god, it's so good, Rosie. It's so good! I uh, I did start reading that. I, like, read part of the first chapter. It's pretty neat. It's, they're, neat. They're, they're, it's, about, it's about Luz. It's about Amity. I like both of those characters. I like the twins being chaotic. Oh. Good stuff. Yeah, I'll I'll read it after I finish Owl House. Yeah, definitely finish the show first. Now, as for me, uh, what have I been up to? Um, fucking watching Clone Wars. Uh, Clone Wars is pretty cool. I've watched like the first five, ten episodes or so. It's neat. They don't pull punches in that show. People die. Oh yeah, clones. Clones like fucking get like murked like left and right in every episode. It's fucked up, mm. but it's like cool. Like I remember, I remember noticing that when I was a kid and watched as a kid. I was like in my late teens when it started. A kid, <laughs> um, yeah, a kid, almost as like almost as young as Min, but uh, almost. And I noticed like, oh wow, they like they kill people in this. And then, like, I'm watching it now. I'm just like, oh my god, they really do just kill people in this. Jesus. I mean, that's good. Yeah. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, I like. I like. I, I like death a lot. It's like really cool to watch them. <laughs> well, it's not that like <laughs> because it's an issue I always run into with like kids media when they talk about like big wars, mm-hmm. like straight up actual war because like it's war people fucking die a lot of people die they get dead and it's and it kind of like feels we like tonally off to me if they like try to do like an actual war and like nobody dies ever 
Yeah, same. I like the way that Avatar did it. Yeah. Where they, like, showed, like, in the first episode of book two, when they're in that, like, Earth Kingdom uh, stronghold, and the general there is just, like, the people that are here, like, they're the lucky ones because they came back, and it's just like, oof. Yeah. And it doesn't directly show any death, but it can imply, de- it does imply death pretty well. Yeah. And also, I think a key part of that is the fact that um, none of the main characters are shown in, like, the thick of the battle at any point. Like, they're always, like, on mm-hmm. the fringes in some way. Yeah. Which helps like to both like keep within like the requirements but also like they can frame the actual battles and stuff and show like the aftermaths of them without having to show the actual violence which uh can sometimes be even like more fucked up (laughs) yeah i mean but but, you uh, know he does like straight up murder a dude at the end of season one so uh, whoops remember that like admiral chow Oh yeah, no, he's fine. Do he's do fine. I remember a thing about Avatar? <laughs> I mean, it's just like just in like an okay show, like a six out of ten, maybe. I don't know. I mean, you see him later in the the real good show, the ten out of ten Korra. He's he's not dead. He's just vibing in the spirit world. <laughs> I like Korra more than Last Airbender. And you're gonna get so much shit for it. Fuck it. From... Come at me. Actually, not even from me. Not even from me. Uh, I like Korra a lot. See, I can't even, like, be mad because I also really like Korra, but also just, like... Avatar doesn't have to be bad for Korra to be good. No, I love Avatar. Avatar is incredible. You're playing the the H-bomb game. I'm gonna gonna fight you. Yeah, I love Avatar. It's incredible. It's a better show than Korra. Like, it's tighter, it's more solid, like, the character arcs are mostly better like it has zuko's character arc no, which your, is the best character arc in your, television your opinion has to be mine you don't understand Pixel. uh zuko has the best character arc in television i, I said it it's just, i just said it but i'm saying it again because it's true that's valid also i have been watching uh hilda oh my god and by watching i mean so i only cute. watched the first episode of season two and it's really really cute it's really cool it's my new profile picture on discord also, yes she looks super pissed. grumpy in that picture She's so grumpy. I love her. And I'm just like, ah, this is my mood when Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Christmas is kind of bad. Kind of, yeah. I can't. Bad holiday. Yep. Okay, Google, ban Christmas. Please. I like Christmas. It's pretty neat. But Oh, wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I also I read some uh, She-Ra fanfiction. Ooh. Nice. So. You know what else I've been watching? <gasps> She-Ra. Yeah. Oh, Why don't we talk wow, about that? Wow, me too. What a coincidence. Moving on. Anyways. Uh... Pexy. <laughs> Pexy, have you watched this show? What show's that? Do you watch any of this? Uh, She-Ra? No, I just read fan fiction. This is a power... Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it, Pexy. We went over this. No, no. I watched She-Ra. You can't break the bit, Pexy. You're breaking the bit. I made it a new bit. A better bit. More powerful bit than you can ever imagine. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so shall we uh, get into the discussion? Let's. I hear I hear Rowdy shaking about. I think he wants background. us to move on. So I think he wants. Okay, us to we move should probably like. I, okay, right. let's talk about the, like the show Shira, the Princess of Power. Okay. Princesses of Power. 
But yeah, so I actually like wrote up the synopsis yesterday instead of like five minutes before the Let's podcast. Go. So uh, here I am, all fresh and ready to go, and still managed to botch the intro. <laughs> so <laughs> without further ado, so starting off, we are introduced to the world of Etheria through the eyes of Adora and Glimmer. Adora is a horde trainee residing in the Fright Zone and has been groomed her whole life by her commanding officer slash surrogate mother, Shadow Weaver, to become a force captain against the Princess Threat. On the other side of the conflict, Glimmer is the Princess of Bright Moon, and her mother is the leader of the Princess Rebellion. Adora's closest friend, Katra, takes her on a joyride into the Whispering Woods, where she discovers a mysterious fucking badass sword, and her curiosity gets the better of her after they have returned. And she goes back to the uh, spoopy woods <clears throat> by herself to figure out what the sword's deal is. She runs into Glimmer and her friend Bo. Uh, antics ensue. She transforms into She-Ra. They get chased about by a giant creepy bug thing. Uh, Glimmer and Bo aren't too trusting of Adora, but they intend to bring her back to Bright Moon as a prisoner. And after a brief adventurous stint uh, in a mysterious She-Ra-related structure and with a weirdo lady named Madame Raz... Uh, they make their way through a couple of settlements after th- that the Horde is attacked and Adora is brought face to face with the horrors of war and the things that the Horde has done in the name of so-called peace. After she and Glimmer and Bo save each other from both monsters and the Horde's attack, she ultimately decides to defect and join the Princess Rebellion. So the next few episodes uh, involve Adora getting to know Glimmer and Bo by visiting other kingdoms in attempts to bring the other princesses to join the Rebellion. In order, they meet and help bring around Princesses Perfuma, Mermista, and Entrapta, helping them and each other with various goals to bring them to their side. In Entrapta's palace, however, Adora's sword is infected by a spoopy, weird, strange technovirus thing that makes her violent when in She-Ra form. Uh, they manage to fix it, but it still leaves her pretty shook, so they visit Glimmer's aunt, Castaspella, which is such... I didn't realize her name was Castaspella. And I was just like, oh my fucking god, there's no way it's called this. Uh, but they visit her for some uh, rest and relaxation to help Odora just sort of chill. But uh, Shadow Weaver plays some spoopy mind games with magic and uh, wigs out Adora. Um... Shortly after this, uh, Adora and the gang attend the so-called uh, Princess Prom. I don't remember what it's like actually called, but they like they refer to it as Princess Prom once, and it's the name of the episode. That's what I'm calling it here. Uh, they attend it in the hopes of recruiting the young Princess Frosta. Katra, who has been building up clout like this whole time with the Horde army, uh, she and her new ally, the defected Princess Scorpia, attend as well. Antics ensue with everybody all in one place. A lot of drama, a lot of dancing, a lot of Katra in a suit. Resulting in Katra kidnapping Glimmer and Bo. Adora throws together a ragtag rescue mission with their new Princess allies. And they make their way into the Fright Zone. They manage to rescue them, but in the process, Glimmer's powers are compromised by and cursed by Shadow Reaver, and Entrapta seems to have been killed. But uh, in the aftermath, Katra finds Entrapta lurking about in the vents and shit in the Fright Zone. I'm not sure if I mentioned, but the Fright Zone is like the Horde's uh, headquarters, like country, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Entrapta, however, is more interested in the cool tech of the Fright Zone than she is in leaving or fighting. So Katra gets Entrapta to do tech development stuff. And in the meantime, the Princess Alliance has fallen apart after they after Entrapta's perceived death. Adora goes back to the She-Ra-related structure, which we now know was created by a society known as the Old Ones, way back in the day, in the hopes of learning how to cure Glimmer's curse. 
Catra has been searching for Old Ones Tech 4 and Trapta, coincidentally, in the same place where she and Adora run into each other, and they're sort of forced to confront each other on both their shared past as friends and the things that drove them apart, Adora's defection, and so on. So good. And this ultimately results in Catra leaving Adora to fall down into a spoopy bottomless pit. The season finale, which is like a two-part-ish thing, uh, starts with Catra beginning an assault on Bright Moon after some advantages gained from Enchapta's info and tech dev. Adora learns some important stuff from a mysterious Old Ones hologram named Light Hope, and she hurries back to Bright Moon's defense. In the end, they manage to drive off Catra's attack when the other princesses come to their aid, sort of like reforming the Princess Alliance. Uh, but they have only just begun, according to Entrapta's research. Shadow Weaver is all but tossed, afi- tossed aside by the Horde leader, Hordak, who promotes Catra to his second command. And that is the first season. Good stuff. And before I forget, I'm going to open up a tab with a list of episodes. <laughs> Uh, I was definitely paying attention that entire time. It's fine. You watch the show. (laughs) I definitely wasn't arguing about my fake mom and her fake husband. You're what? I definitely wasn't arguing on another Discord channel about my about uh, my fake stepdad uh, cheating on my fake mom. Cheer on the Princess of Powers <laughs> episode one. I was the just going to say, I'm going to come in next week not having watched any. I'm just going to go off Rosie's uh, summary and see how far that'll get uh, me. Oh, <laughs> I hate everything. Don't, don't, don't. Next, ep- next season is only like eight episodes. It's like super short. It'll take you five minutes, please. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah. It'll be For really easy sanity. to fake it since it's the short one. <laughs> oh I think God. we should. Uh, I don't think we need to go through like as thoroughly episode by episode because the episodes in this are like generally speaking a lot more tied together like there's a lot more like solid of a like through line like an actual plot yeah especially compared to like steven universe's season one mm-hmm. oh hell yes even steven yeah. universe later because even like when i got to the plot heavy seasons other than future uh actually even in kind yeah. of in future there were a lot of like not plot relevant yeah future is more so just like dense singular episodes whereas like, yeah season five was like everything led into the next episode <laughs> so but uh but it's so, like the first the first two episodes are like a two-part thing yeah. that sort of kicks things off Teladora um, like finds everything out like it's so okay i love adora and catra's relationship i just ship so catra super hard just gonna like lead off so with all of that shit all of that literally literally anybody with like half of a brain ships cat dora i mean like there's there's like there's people who don't and they're not valid (laughs) (laughs) that's right i'm talking to you dear listener oh i thought you said that's right i'm talking to you lily orchard (laughs) to who you cut out there for a second i thought you were gonna call out lily orchard (laughs) oh well yeah because lily orchard is wrong about like everything that oh yeah she she doesn't like lumity uh fuck her actually fuck her holy shit wait does she not like lumity no, she doesn't. She thinks it's like gay baiting or something because she's like thinks everything is gay. Like I know she doesn't like Shira because not Shira, uh, Kachdora because it's like an abusive relationship or some shit. But 
uh, bad take. Anyway, let's know. not talk uh, about Lily Orchard. Ketra, Ketra and Adora have really good chemistry. Their chemistry like, is right so the good. They are so good together. Like, Katra is, like, super fun. Adora is, like... An idiot. Yes. <laughs> Total fucking idiot. I love her to death. Oh, my like, God. Because, like... I cannot believe nobody at any point when she when Adora was, like, figuring out that uh, the Horde is, like, the bad guys. I cannot fucking mm-hmm. believe nobody went up to Adora and was like, You live in a place called the Fright Zone. The fright zone. They do. They do kind of like play on that though. They're just like uh, they're, they're called the evil horde. And she's like, who calls them that? Everybody. <laughs> like the area you live in is called the fright zone. Adora, did yeah, you right. ever cross your mind that people that these people might not be you know the good guys? <laughs> well, you know, a healthy scare. Yeah. The fright zone is like such a good. stereotypically evil name for a fucking villain base. Jesus. but they uh they do like uh they do play into the um propaganda yes there's actually i like there's a a, there's a lot a lot i like in this show yeah related to uh adora's um indoctrination and like the general indoctrination into the horde and how to deal Mm -hmm. with like trauma and stuff like that with adora and uh catra both like I, I think it's really good. I like that part of the show a lot. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's you know really that's good. the part that all even fan s- fiction deals with, specifically uh, Catra's trauma. Hmm. The fandom really uh, likes Catra, uh, guys. The fandom yeah. really likes Catra. Well, she's the best. She is the best. I love her so much. But um, you can like see like signs of that like indoctrination, like when she first like starts her day, uh. She's got, like, the fucking princess taped over the punching bag. Mm. They're fighting, like, these spooky hologram princesses that are, like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> evil-fied princesses in dresses, which is really funny. I f- but also just, like, I fucking love, you can just see it everywhere. I fucking love that the big super-powered beings of this universe are princesses. I love that so right? much. It's so good. <laughs> it's just, like... <laughs> Just the concept of princess just like has no like direct correlation to like what it is in our world and it's like makes it so much fun for some reason. It's it's like like the very Also Princess Princess is just like a fun title. Yes, like, it is. Princess so and so is just like just a fun thing yeah, to that's say. That's why I want you to call me uh Princess Pextron from now on. Um Okay. We'll do that. <laughs> I'll do it. Um <laughs> What was I gonna say? Oh, I also I don't just know, Princess Pexatron, what were you gonna say? <laughs> I love how like just the very concept of it is like progressive, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Like because like mm-hmm. the most powerful characters in this setting are princesses, like explicitly princesses. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a fun spin on the 80s show as well, where it's just, like, they were princesses because back in the 80s, it's, like, oh, all girls want to be princesses, so we're just gonna, like, make all the characters princesses. And then they, like, sort of take that and turn it to their own use, which is really Mm -hmm. cool. Also, uh, have either of you seen any of, like, the original show, like, either clips of Uh, it or, like, any episodes or anything? I have seen some. Not a lot, but some. 
Like episodes or clips? Uh, yes. <laughs> I have also, I like, when the show first started airing, the original 80s show was on Netflix at the same time, so I watched like the first two or three episodes. The original 80s show is not good. It's so fucking boring. It's <laughs> it's boring. It's animated horribly. All the characters look the same. Mm. Uh, their uh, fashion is eighties as shit. It has the um. Eighty. This is fairly relevant to talk about because there's like a fair number of people who are like bitching about the new designs, saying like the new designs yeah, are fucking terrible and the old designs uh, are so good. Which is oh, like yeah. old thing good, new thing bad. Well, there it's old thing good new thing bad but it's also like i I actually look through an excessive number of the comments and like people with that opinion because like i don't know i felt like (laughs) self-harming that day oh my god oh my god uh and something i've realized with a lot of them is they equate complex design with good design and simple design with bad design or childish design Something, something Digimon. I love Digimon. Yes. So much, but also, like, <laughs> every evolution stage, they just get bigger and bigger stuff. Yeah, and. Which is, like. Which, when it's done well, it can be, like, lots of fun and really cool and really great. And then, like, in fucking original She Ra and, like, He Man and stuff, it's just, like, stuff just slapped on nonsensically because the 80s were a fashion disaster. Well, yeah, and it's also. It has a tangible negative effect on the animation. Like they make the character models oh way God, more yeah. complicated, so they have to, so they can't do as much animation because it's way more difficult and way more expensive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, simple, like that's for anybody out there who's wondering. Uh, at least part of the reason so many modern cartoon designs are really simple is so they can do better animation. It makes it much easier and much cheaper to do better animation. That's not the whole reason. Obviously, simple uh, character designs and art styles are like the in thing right now. But yeah. it does have something, something the added effect works. of like it's way easier and way cheaper to do really, really good animation. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, also, uh, when you compare the uh, these designs, these modern designs to the old so- show... Uh, you can tell who is who very easily just by their silhouettes, whereas at the old show, like, there's, like, literally zero way to tell because, like, they're all the exact same toy model turned into a cartoon. Yeah, no, they're literally made off of the same mold. Yeah. Like, yeah. actually, yeah. literally the same yeah. mold. Yeah, like, the, the actual toy mold was, like, the basis for Jeez. all the characters. I thought Overwatch so was bad, all... but the old she cartoon has the craziest same face I've seen in my entire life. It is... Honestly, it's that's like most '80s cartoons, like especially ones that have uh, toys. Like He Man was the exact same way. Mm-hmm. He Man, Thundercats, Shira, fucking other shows. I don't remember the name mm-hmm. of because I don't care enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, bad? but yeah, but the the current show though is really cool because like you can tell who is who by their silhouettes, which is like awesome. Also, I love Adora's jacket so much. Also, yeah, Adora's jacket so, so great. I love her jacket. Her red. Her red cape, I feel so validated. I realized this while watching uh, uh, the She-Ra, her She-Ra form. She has, like, the white outfit with the red cape, which is uh, just, like, uh, Marth's white skin. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it, Rosie. His white costume, his white costume, which is, like, white with a red cape. And I'm just like, oh, 
that's the skin I use. That's 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 oh, that's it's valid. First of all, how Everybody dare says you they play hate Mart. that one. Second of all, how dare you bring Smash back up on this podcast? You're you're done. Like, I was in a I was I was in a call with these guys playing games the other night, and I'm just sitting here <laughs> like streaming Bloodborne with them talking to me, and then they get off on this huge tangent just talking about Smash for like an hour, and I have no idea yeah, what fair, the that, fuck's going on. I was. That wasn't even Rosie. Was I, oh. That was me and Idiris. And that I was, was not saying, like, I was, I was, like, I was there for like part of it. And like, I was like, leave. hey guys, can we talk about something not Smash? And like, Min was like, yeah, okay. But Idiris was just like, no, I'm just gonna like keep bringing up Smash over and over and over again. <laughs> All right, now Pixie, hear me out. What? Talk about learn Smash so you can talk about it with us. That reminds me, I found out. Uh, I found the thing for doing a 64 net play so now we can play 64 net play and you can kick my ass if you want and by that i mean i'll probably win because i'm better you'll probably win yes because i main link (laughs) who was apparently really garbage in that game i mean smash 64 is the most balanced smash game that's not project m is it is it actually because arguably okay because everyone's busted because everybody's fucking in that game yeah yeah everybody's dummy good like you either go from being like not too terribly great but like still like able to do stuff to just like fucking pikachu <laughs> 64 pikachu is a fucking nightmare oh my god that's that's getting off subject though <laughs> yes you don't need to talk about <laughs> who brought smash. up smash who did this fucking uh another important thing to remember about the 80s show is she-ra was literally made as he-man for girls like 100 percent, absolutely that's what it was Mm-hmm. Um, there's a cool documentary on Netflix that's about that. Uh, that's called Oh my God, what's it called? It's not the Toys That Made Us. That's like the kind of awkward documentary. But there's another one. It's like called like something Grayskull on Netflix. It's a really cool documentary that's just sort of like about the history of He Man and like how it came to be, the people who created it, the like limits they had for it. Um, it's mostly just like a love letter to the show, which is fine. But like. It also does go into like some of the limitations that were imposed upon them, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a cool watch. I recommend it if you like want to learn more about eighties cartoon culture. I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, and like to everybody out there who like loved all of these shows as a kid when they were growing up in the eighties, like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. I'm just gonna point out like when you're going to bat super hard to defend these shows is really good and the new ones as like these bad horrible ripoffs i want you to stop for a second and remember all of these shows were made with the express purpose of selling you toys they weren't made to be good tv they weren't made to be even really entertaining they were made to sell you toys that is it Mm -hmm. yeah which is honestly like fucking gross and bad and capitalism sucks and ronald reagan sucks okay, so that was illegal <laughs> before ronald reagan made it illegal yep about to say we're bringing it back to reagan are we uh nice wait uh, all the problems come back to reagan. i'm not a coward so i will say it if you like the old stuff you fucking suck and you're a terrible person <laughs> you're you actually cannot be redeemed in the slightest jesus man that's like <laughs> Like, these are shows that they grew up with. Like, they didn't know any better at the time, no, and I, they haven't rewatched them in years. Well, they should have. They should have known better. Fucking stupid-ass kids watching their stupid-ass shows. <laughs> oh my god, man. Gen Xers are not valid. I won't disagree. But no, uh, 80s animation was a blight upon television. Mm-hmm. 
which uh, is a shame because there is some like good 80s like movies and stuff and a couple of good 80s shows here and there like there's some uh looney Tunes stuff from back then and like some movies and whatnot that are pretty great but like oh my god the the whole like 80s aesthetic of like he-man and she-ra and thundercats and all that is just like oh it's so fucking bad i hate it so much everybody puts the 80s up on a pedestal and it does not deserve to be there no no it doesn't but you know the scooby-doo show in the 80s was also quite good uh that that wasn't um where or oh my god i'm blanking on it uh Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Jesus Christ. No, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You was like... No. That was the 60s one. Well... Right? Or... 70s. 60s, 70s. 60s, 70s. It, no, it came out one? in uh, 69 and ran to like 1970. By the way, 69. Nice. What was the, what was the 80s Scooby-Doo cartoon then? Uh, it might have just been Where Are You because it was syndicated like immediately. Yeah. Fair. But yeah, uh... As much as I'd like it to be, this isn't the uh, Dunk on the 80s podcast. <laughs> so, uh, the actual show. We, we Honestly, we probably should have saved the 80s talk for the end of the podcast, but whatever, it happened now. Yeah. I mean, like, it's starting off, like, that's the first thing, like, we're going to compare it to, because, especially you two, because neither of you have seen the whole show. But, uh, huh. there's more to talk about, like, the actual show, like, as it goes on, but, like, just starting off. Side there's... note. Uh, a butt named Scooby-Doo came out in an like 93 that's way older than i thought yeah i knew that Pup named scooby-doo was great it when i was a kid i watched it when i was like three and four years old <laughs> it's a good show like weirdly enough one of the better scooby-doo uh uh adaptations yeah, made in the 90s and 90s actually like they started to make good animation yeah true facts <laughs> but uh so the show the show goes on um, as, as shows are one to do, uh, She-Ra transforms. <laughs> no, uh, we don't get the transformation scene until the second episode. Yeah. But, uh, between these two, though, we get, like, She-Ra, or She-Ra, we get Adora and Glimmer, like, sort of arguing and stuff, like, after they go out and about, um, and run into each other in the woods. Yeah, like, Glimmer just immediately hates adora and refuses to trust her at all <laughs> also was the she hates her so much it's so funny was the first episode the one where she routed the finger guns at the mirror at the who at the mirror like she got all ready and then she did oh, finger guns at the mirror it fucking, yes. it's fucking it's so good oh my God. so good adora is such a fucking dork i love her prime herbo material adora. Really look at that she has a personality unlike the Whoa. 80s show Whoa. Uh, what are you talking about? The 80s show personality was a uh, girl. Don't you like toys? Come on, buy her toys. <laughs> you all have parents with credit cards? Buy her toys. Like... <laughs> they put more effort into He-Man, and even he didn't have a personality. Moving on! Oh my god, He-Man is so fucking funny to watch out of context. Uh, yes. Uh, oh, we see Bo. I love Bo. Like, oh my god, my Bo, is such, um, Bo is such a sweetheart. Bo is he's like so the bisexual icon we deserve. Oh my god, he's so good. I yeah, I he's so funny to watch. Like every time his voice cracks when he oh yells, I always just like my heart just like breaks and I just laugh. It's so fun. I love I love Honestly, I really like all of the main 3. 
all yeah, of all of the characters in this show are like super yeah. good. Like I love Bo. That's what I was gonna say I love. I them love all. Ado- the Adora best. is such a fucking dork. I love it. <laughs> um, she's also buff, so oh, bonus strong. points. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Gl- Glimmer is a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say, uh, without like getting into the details of later on the show, but like seeing Glimmer like actually happy. Is like both like really oh, God awesome, damn it. also kind of heartbreaking. Oh, why? Why does this always happen? <laughs> God damn it, Rosie. <laughs> why? Because modern because modern animation likes to like make in depth characters and in depth stories, and sadly that means suffering. Well, I'm not going to spoil anything for men, but I do actually know a lot of what happens later from fan fiction. So uh, I don't want. I don't know like the details, <laughs> but I do know that like certain things and uh, <laughs> why Glimmer is probably really depressed later. Yeah, no, she's oh, um. Uh, that's great. I was just hoping we could, you know, after future, it's like oh, we can watch something nice and happy and wholesome. Be, you know it. Nice look at how look at Catra's treatment throughout the entire show. Ooh, you already uh, know it's not just going to be nice and happy and wholesome. Catra, please. Being Catra is suffering. Like being Catra is actually suffering. Like the like the fucking like abuse, like physical and emotional she goes through is like my heart. She didn't deserve it. My, my sweet cat child. Let's say uh, we don't need really any characterization of Adora and Catra's relationship. Honestly, we could cut that shit out and just show me a <laughs> screenshot of Catra sleeping at the foot of her bed, and that's literally all you need. That's all you need. True. That, that, that's what it is. She has a bed. She don't fucking use it though. Who needs to? True. I mean, if I could sit, if I could sleep at the end of Adora's bed, I would also. I mean, if I could like curl up and sleep like that in general, I would. (laughs) I would love to be that flexible. (laughs) Like not even for like sexual stuff, because I heard Rosie snicker. (laughs) (laughs) Just you know, in general, don't put don't put words in my mouth. I would never think of anything like that. That's inappropriate, Pexy. Sure, Rosie. (laughs) <laughs> anyways uh adora <laughs> turns into shira and she's really hot you ever just like see a woman and be like i want her to axe kick my skull <laughs> into the ground holy shit uh, that's not what i was expecting to say uh yes uh, all the time honestly uh, oh my god Rose. wow like uh um Mirko from my hero academia um <laughs> nice. Also fair. She crushes a monster's head with her fucking thighs, dude. That's badass. I ship it. Give me Sh- Shiroko. Wait, Mira. what are you? Oh, Mira. Mira. You ship, I love uh, Shira with Miriko. Okay. Hell yeah. No, the correct ship is uh, Yurichi with uh, Mirko. Oh, God. Oh, sweet Jesus. It's too Fund much. It. I can't. Anyway, anyway. um, so yeah, getting into the next episode, uh, Shira goes or Shira turns back into Adora. They're I don't know. It's hard. Sometimes they're like the same person. Sometimes like Shira is her own entity. It kind of sort of. No, the first two times it happens, uh, Shira was like on autopilot, but every other time Adora's that's that's a good way to put it. Autopilot's a good way to put it. Sometimes she gets like on autopilot and uh, does like the big buff hero thing which works but yeah we're talking about all this but like there's a bend stuff happening with katra because uh well in the yeah 
Adora and Catra like go off on a fun like little joyride and stuff, like we said in the um well no synopsis. Yeah, I know. Or, but I'm mostly talking about like, what do you Adora like she Catra wanted to go with Adora when Adora went back to the forest and like Adora was like, No, you have to stay here and cover mm-hmm. for me. And like Catra like yeah. really tried to, but Shadow Weaver was like, No, you worthless sack of shit, go back go get the child I actually care about. And like yeah. it's just the way Shadow Weaver treats Catra just really, really makes me want to, you know, murder her. Axe kicker <laughs> in the skull? I agree, yes. Hell. I mean, I wasn't going to say that because uh, Rosie was talking about that as a uh, positive thing. <laughs> Though, uh, Shadow Weaver's a really interesting and cool character, too. I just hate her a lot. She is. She's a fun character to hate. And when Catra eventually beats the shit out of her later this season, it is like... So good. It's really cool. Fucking, like, Catra has so many problems, and, like, Rosie was, like, counting how many times Catra chooses power over <laughs> connections, which, like, <laughs> valid, but, like, it was still super satisfying Catra, to see Catra please. just fuck up Shadow Weaver. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, there was, but Catra's I think the like... most important thing that happens in this, oh, the most important thing that happens in this episode is uh, Adora sees a horse. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> She's just like, because it's like horsey. Oh my god, this is how horse girls are made. How every single one of them has ever been created. You just take it's them true. to the magical forest, you show them a horse for the first time, it's like, boom. It's it. Bam. Transformation it. complete. You get the whole, like, shining <laughs> Sailor Moon animation, and then they just become horse girl. I, I love it's this so whole good. sequence, because it's like Adora, like, running around the festival, like, having fun and eating good food and like being amazed i love oh my god which one of you changed my nickname in the discord (laughs) no who would do that not me okay thank you for letting me know rosie you're welcome (laughs) i hope you'll find out who did this Um, yeah yeah but yeah uh it's really cute adora's like i don't know what a party is and like Bo is just like (laughs) just in pieces just like oh my god you don't know what a party is you poor existence oh my goodness uh Uh, also we haven't mentioned such a sweetheart we haven't mentioned it yet but uh catra doesn't wear shoes ever uh for men for me you're welcome so you know that's men's thing that's why. That's what. That is why men likes Catra so much. Like, <laughs> no, it's because she's cool and she's sharp and she wears a suit later. Oh my fucking gosh, she wears a suit. We'll get to suit. Uh, we'll get to suit Catra. Uh, did she wear suit shoes Catra. with suit the Catra. suit. No, she didn't. I don't think so. Are you serious? Oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty baller, honestly. Can you imagine you show <laughs> that's up? To a, that's event, honestly a flex. Just, like, all tux- you're wearing like a fucking tux or a dress or some shit and just like no shoes no socks just like toenails out fucking i mean i can't imagine it because i went to a friend's wedding wearing like a really nice dress and no shoes <laughs> what is wrong with iconic you? uh i didn't have any shoes nice enough to go with the dress so i just went barefoot and painted my nails uh, really that nice is the worst logic i've heard in my <laughs> entire <laughs> life oh my god no 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 very good he okayed honestly. it I mean, no, like, if you couldn't shouts. find a dress fucking nice enough, we were just gonna go, like, fucking naked. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> How does that work? Oh, my God. Uh, wow. Pexy out here channeling a door. Oh, wait, so uh... he okayed it, so he was just really into feet. I see. No, no. No, uh... <laughs> he, he wanted to annoy his family, and 
me not That's wearing shoes yeah. would have annoyed this family. The cameraman got some nice close-ups of those feet. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, none of my feet are not visible in any of the pictures I'm in. Shit! What am I gonna do Tragic. now? I mean, moving on. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say earlier. Oh, um, this needs to be salvaged. Okay, Adora has a no, uh, I was cool talking, Rosie. Scene. Is it about feet? No, it's about the show. Okay, Jesus. Okay. Well, that doesn't <laughs> disqualify about? from being about feet. It's not about feet. You, Jesus. Um. Yeah. I hate both of you so much. I love uh, in shows where you get the character who, like, has never had, like, real food and then has oh it God. for the yes. first time and is like, oh, yes. my God, this is the best thing. Ever. Like, I love, I love that kind of stuff in shows. Yeah, and Adora. Really watch Kobayashi's Dragon Maid season I'm going to fucking break best. your legs, man. So um, just watch it's it. So just fucking watch though. it. It's so good. It's okay. so cute, though. It's so good, though. I just fuck off. That show's really gay, Pexy. You're like oh yelling goodness. at me to like watch Owl House, watch Shira, watch Kobayashi, watch Watch Simpho Gear. Grow yeah, watch Simpho Gear, watch Free Cure. Fucking I don't care how you get it done. Like, Jesus Christ, guys. Okay, to be fair, I usually don't tell people to watch Pretty Cure because it's very niche. This is true. But you have been yelling at me to watch Simpho Gear. This is true. Because that's a good show that's like not as niche. Uh but you know. The most niche thing about Simple Gear is that the protagonists are all girls. That's not oh, niche. Right. That's just good. Exactly. What a what a novel <laughs> concept. Anyways, talking about She-Ra, princesses of power. We've got. Uh, um, yeah, I love scenes like that. Like the one in like Dragon Ball Super Broly where they give him the candy bar and he's like, "Oh, oh my god, I love yeah. stuff like that." Uh, and then you know the horde attacks and She-Ra is like, "Oh, this is fucked up." This like, isn't. This isn't right. What the fuck? They're just citizens the civilians and then there's the argument with katra oof oof is a word for it <laughs> like i think honestly i think this interaction is like one of maybe the most important in the first two episodes yeah it's yeah. uh yeah. very key yeah it's like it's just my god it's just Catcher realizing like oh she just is gonna leave me she's just leaving me here by myself alone it's just like catcher please and like adora please but also like you're doing the right thing but also please well, it's not we don't find out like about all of catcher's reasoning until later <laughs> yeah because it's like brain fart like just there's so much there's so many emotions there's so much going on like because like Katra loves Adora in sh- in short Katra has a uh, major abandonment issues also yeah Katra has major abandonment issues she loves Adora but she's also like super jealous of Adora because of like her success and yeah. her treatment by Shadow Weaver and mm-hmm. she kind of feels like she's always following Adora and now Adora has left the horde like left what they've always known and been like, hey, you should follow me some more. And She-Ra's like, not she uh, Katra's like, what the fuck? Like, this is this is us. Like, why are you leaving? Like, also, you know, Katra's just, like, kind of a bad person and doesn't really care about the people killing as much as Adora does. Yeah. Correct. And, like, because for Adora, it was a simple matter of, like, they're, they're doing evil things. We, I can't stay. I need to stop them. For Katra, yeah. it's like, 
Catra's the one I really wanted to yell at Adora about this. Like, I wanted, like, Catra and Adora to be talking and Adora being like, I found out the Horde is evil. And, like, Catra to just be like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, she basically does just tell her that. She's just like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is how things go. And it's rough. It is super rough. And then Catra goes back and it is honestly devastating. Shadow Weaver is mean. Shadow Weaver is such a bitch, and I hate her a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also get, uh, as I was gonna say, Adora's um transformation oh, scene, and as the resident expert on transformation scenes, having seen literally like over eight hundred episodes of Pretty Cure. I don't know, Rosie. I'm gonna I've seen like... a lot of Ben Ten. You ever seen those transformation scenes? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna like. <laughs> zone out while Rosie's talking about this. No, it's cool. I'm actually <laughs> interested, because I really, really like She-Ra's transformation scene, so... Transformation cool. scene is really cool. Uh, what's what's always great when you see something in a transformation scene is when you can see the character's, like, personality or powers or whatever, like, shining through in it, and, like, when Adora, like, tosses a sword up and, like, punches yes! her gauntlets on, yes! shit like that, where it's just, like, an yes! impactful just, like, wham, and, like, something changes or gets like made comes out of nowhere etc that shit is always great uh hair going doing it's growing thing Amazing. it's fucking sick you know what's not cool is when a transformation scene just sort of glows over stuff and it just sort of like appears and you don't see any of that like personality which i've seen transformation scenes where that happens and it's always disappointing and it's always lame but uh this show does it really well like you can see her personality shine through she gets another one in the last season i think like a slightly really? altered one which is Whoa. really cool Whoa. but uh as far as a uh, transformation scenes go i give it uh, i'd say like a solid 8.5 out of 10 could use more dancing that's true, that's true. yeah it's i like shiro's transformation but i will admit it's partially because it's not very long like it's good and it just like gets to the point it, yeah it is punchy and to the point it doesn't have to, a transformation scene does not have to be long to be good i think being and too long uh, is actively a bad thing actually they yeah there can be fun ones that are just like really just like obnoxiously long and don't need to be but also just because they're like so characterful and like full of fun animation that like I don't care. <laughs> I'll just watch it do it anyways. Because, well, but, uh, depends on the show, because I did watch uh, quite a bit of uh, Pretty Cure Smile, I think is the one mm-hmm. you told me to watch. Yeah. And, like, just doing, like, the full anime transformation sequence, like, every episode. Early on, it was really yeah. bad for this. Later on, like, more stuff starts to happen. Like, they have more, like dense episodes so like they don't have enough time to do the full transformation sequence mm-hmm. but like like yeah. it's super like the, obvious that they made the transformation sequence long really long to eat up to eat up time so they, they make them to eat up time yeah. so that way they can like adjust as needed for content in an episode if they need to make up more mm-hmm. uh make up more time they can cut that down or they can like do the full length one to like eat up time so like it's yeah there's there's reasons why they do that and like especially when it's just like re 
reused animation, which like Shira and Pretty Cure both do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll never be like I. I see people like say like, oh, I hate transformation anime or like anime transformations because it's always like the same thing, and they say that like it's a objective criticism. It's not. It's like that's. It's not. It's just like they do this on purpose. Like. <laughs> If you don't like that, that's fine. I absolutely understand why somebody wouldn't like that. But, like, I do see people try to, like, say, like, oh, this is, like, a detriment to its, like, worth or quality or whatever. I mean, those are the like, same that's... people who will take, like, freeze frames of an anime and be, and be like, wow, yeah. look how bad <laughs> exactly. this still image in a fucking animated medium looks. Wow. Right? Fucking Ugh. yikes. Uh, oof. Uh, wow. Cringe, buddy. Like That shit makes me so mad all the time. Yeah. The only animation I've ever seen that was bad enough, like, in the episode for me to be like, fucking what, was uh, the, like, third episode of uh, Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> like, Yeah, I've heard oh, that, I've heard that, that show has some whack stuff. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's Goku fights Beerus and it is so bad. <laughs> It is like why, why did they recap bad. that? That's all recap. I I skipped all of the like the 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 beer stuff because I'd seen the fucking movie. I don't get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like that's the correct way to do it because it's worse recap. Like not only is it recap, it's worse than the movies. Jesus. Uh, real quick about Shira's transformation. The first thing that happens is she just gets fucking swole, and it's amazing. Yeah, like, she just like goes whoop. <laughs> she just goes whoop. Yeah. <laughs> she's big. It's awesome. Like she annihilates so like an entire tough. like fucking army. It's so good. It's very good. And this is when she's in. This is the last time she's in like her weird autopilot mode. Yeah. And in the next episode, like, Blimmer and Bo are both like, Blimmer is like, I trust you now, She-Ra, we're best friends. And Bo is like, hell yeah. <laughs> and they're like, best friend squad. Let's go introduce you to my mom, who will be totally chill with a, a horde soldier just walking into our castle. Yeah, definitely not oh going to have issues for the, uh, you know, years and years of a uh, violent, brutal war and, you know, them killing my father and all that stuff. It's gonna be Oops. fine. Fucking. Oops. <laughs> right? But yeah, so they. <clears throat> they bring her back to Bright Moon. And this is like the first, like, real long interaction we get with, um. Uh, Glimmer's mother. Their, like, re- relationship. Like, they sort of, like, go back and forth for a minute. Um, at the start of the episode, or at the start of the series, but, like, this is, like, the first, like, extended amount of interaction we get, and, uh, I always forget her mom's name, oh my god. Angela. Angela. Yeah. 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 And, uh, she's an overprotective mom who wants to keep her daughter safe, and Glimmer is a free spirit who needs to be to spread her wings and fly. Amen. I like Angela a lot. fucking cute. Angela's pretty hot. I wasn't okay. gonna mention that, but <laughs> tell me I'm wrong. Uh, anyway, I like Angela. <laughs> She's very good. I like her hair a lot. It's like super long and flowy. Yeah, like, I think her design is super good, and I just like wings are always dope. Mm-hmm. 
She just has wings for no reason. She's just got wings. Also, she's immortal. Yeah, apparently. Like she said, she literally says that she's like, yeah, I'm, mentions that she's immortal, and it's just like, honestly, kind of just funny that that they just roll with that, right? <laughs> I just like she's a good mom. Like overbearing she's sometimes, yeah, but definitely overbearing, especially early on like this. Like she's Glimmer does anything and she's just like why are you existing in a place that might put you in like even a tiny little amount of danger yeah it's just like she's she's doing her best yeah and like angela has had a like huge amount of uh stress put on her because of you know the whole losing war against the horde yeah that being the leader of an alliance that fell apart uh losing her husband uh, having her daughter putting herself in danger all the fucking time. Right. I do like their uh, Glimmer and uh, Angela's dynamic, though. It's like, they're always arguing, but it's never, like, vitriolic or anything. It's just, like... It's, like, it's it's very it's much... Bickering. It's, it's bickering back and forth in a very endearing like, way. It's very much, like, teenage daughter, but they still love each other bickering. It's, it works yeah. really well. I like it a lot. It's wholesome. I like good parents in shows, okay? <laughs> and Hot take, that's uh, pretty good stuff. We meet we meet Bo's uh, parents in season two or three. Does Bo have siblings? Uh, Yes, he has. Are siblings, they named Sword and Axe? Oh my god, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what his siblings' names are, but I think they're all like scholars or something that's and Bo is like the black sheep of the family who wanted to like be a bow and arrow have like bow and arrows and stuff cool his, his, i don't his, think Bo's dynamic actual his... name is Bo. like that sounds like the kind of thing Bo himself would have come up with when he ran away from home to live in the woods and learn I how to be an i don't remember archer. exactly i don't remember exactly what it is but i think that might be the case i hope his real name is Bo, and his parents were like i don't understand why does he want to be an archer what what the fuck <laughs> we could what could we have done that would have encouraged him down this path oh well <laughs> but also men that's good but this is but imagine the better option where little preteen like 11 year old Bo was like i'm gonna run away and live in the woods and be a be an archer like i should change my what should i change my name to and he looks oh, at I and know. then he looks at his bow like i know and you can just see his eyes shining yeah just like, oh, i got it and he thinks it's like the smartest idea ever Fucking... uh, also i was gonna Bo say Bo a... seems like the kind of person who would have like a lot of siblings a lot of what siblings oh yeah mm. But yeah, uh, this episode is called Raz. This is episode three. And um, it's a lot of just like sort of like more when it comes to Shira or Adora's like side of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot uh, of like Adora to... trying to figure out what the fuck she's supposed to do with all this power and like her whole life change and yeah. all that jazz. And we get we get introduced to uh, Ra- Madame Raz who references, uh, calls Adora Mara who uh, we find out later in this season was, like, the She-Ra before Adora. Yeah. And, like, she and, fucked um, it up somehow and, like, broke the cycle for, like, a thousand years or some shit. Yeah, that gets to be pretty plot-heavy in um, seasons, like, three or four. And I think part of five also. Because I don't... But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's really interesting stuff, especially, like, watching this episode after having seen the show it's just like seeing yeah. uh 
Madame Raz like going about like talking to Adora and calling her Mara is just kind of like oof yeah. my heart yeah I don't get that like the interesting thing about the lore dump in the episode from the hologram check whose name I always forget Light Hope that's <laughs> so stupid Light Hope is the funniest <laughs> name of all time Light for Hope. real yeah Oh, like man. the big lore dump she gives like Hope. the stuff that I know that happens later from uh, fan fiction lets me know what parts of that to pay more attention to yeah definitely uh, definitely to pay attention to that I love um, Raz by the way Raz is such a goof I love her there's a couple also she's apparently and... over a thousand years old yes fucking nice so she knew Mara huh because she knew Mara. Oh, I thought you said she is Mara, and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, 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 She knows Mara. Wait, 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 wait. Was she the same age as Mara? No. Damn. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> I was hoping it would be like, this is Mara's <coughs> shipping wife. Bee? Shipping bee? No, I wish. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great, but no. Um, there are no, lesbians, uh, though. Yes, there are lesbians. Uh, we do meet um, Spinnerella and Natasa. <laughs> they make a joke. Uh, this isn't in this episode, but with Natasa, I know they make a joke. It's like, what does she even do? Uh, no, no, Natasa, no, Net, Toss. <laughs> That's literally they don't what I even do. ask what does she even do. They come in, and Bo is like, "Oh, <laughs> Natasa is like, you still don't know what we do, do you?" And he was like, oh, yeah, of that's course what it is. I like, oh. No. <laughs> Fucking Bo. Uh, he's too wholesome. But yeah, Spinnerella and Natasa are um married. They're literally married. Like, yeah. It's great. Hell yeah. Just, just a healthy lesbian relationship just there, hanging out in the show. It's good shit. Not a point... Not a point of drama, not nothing. It's just, it's just there. There's some bits in um season, I think three, where uh, we see them like interacting, and uh, it's really fun and it's really cute. Well, yeah, even in this season, like you can see like little stuff between them, like them like leaning on each other when they walk in, and yeah. like little stuff like it's that. Cute. It's good. It's cute. It's very wholesome. And like, I wish like not even just for lesbian couples. I wish they would just do that for like background couples. Like minor mm-hmm. character couples in general, just put in like little cute interactions, like with just how they're like super comfortable around each other. Yeah, it's great. I don't know between Natasha and Castaspella which name I like more. Castaspella really is too on the nose. Like Natasha is like you can enunciate that, so it sounds like a real name. Well, yeah, Natasha like, is just like Castus- really close to Natasha. Yeah, exactly. Also, who the fuck is Castaspella? Cast the spell is Glimmer's. Oh my god, I completely missed that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my fucking god. Because like, they, they have the bit where Adora is just like. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what an ant is, and I was really hoping somebody would inform, like, just mention <laughs> so it. That's so funny. Fucking that was so dude. funny. Yeah. I love... don't know what's happening, you're like, I'll just wait till someone tells me. <laughs> fucking. Poor Adora. I've been, on, I've been at work and had that happen. <laughs> You didn't know what an aunt was when you started your job? That's tough. No, that is I get tough. it. <laughs> when your coworkers is like, yeah, I have to take next week off because I'm visiting my aunt, and you're just like, that's probably something. That's even better if you're in the South, and it's like, I'm visiting my aunts. It's like, oh, that's 
sweet of you is there one of them or many is it like a you know ant farm or what's going on <laughs> uh, fuck it. I'd, I'd be that bitch that would write a book that would have your uh lesbian ant living out on a farm called the ant farm oh hey God, yes. got him fund it fund it but yeah uh this put that in your is... book rosie fucking free ideas right there no <laughs> You think my idea is but, uh, bad, uh, Rosie? God, we should give her more book ideas. Let's see what else can oh, we. What else can, can we? Can you put? Can you put me in your book? Can you write me into it as a character in your book? Can you oh do my that, God, please? Can okay, you, so uh, you, I want my character you... to be. <laughs> oh my God! Can you have like wait, long? Ha- wait, 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 wait! Hold the fuck up! And... Have you actually had people ask you to write you them into your book? Once or twice. Why? I don't know because people are cringe. It's true. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like. I don't draw, but like I have a, I had a really, really close friend who draw, who uh, draws all the time. Like we'd be like mm-hmm. hanging out in like a restaurant or a coffee shop or something, and she'd be drawing, and somebody would come up and be like, "Hey, can you draw me?" And it's like, "Fucking, can you draw me?" No, no, go away. I'm just saying, Rosie. I could be like six feet tall, like really <laughs> muscular and handsome, <laughs> successful, powerful. But, I'm just saying, there's men, potential there. But men. You're already tall and handsome and successful Aww, and powerful. Oh, you, uh, uh, you. But uh, yeah, actually put that in or I'm fucking, uh, I'm oh gonna hurt God. you. So. <laughs> uh, hey. Anyways, flowers for Shira. We get to meet Min's favorite character, huh? Perfuma, oh, who oh, goes be... around barefoot and doesn't and even have, like, the claws that, that of her right. feet. That doesn't sound right. Perfuma is, like, legit I'm really right, good, I, though. Yeah, she's great. I'm ready. Man, I'm writing you into my book, but you're just going to be a barefoot lady who walks around and talks about her feet all the time. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't take it. I don't think there's like. No, no, there are some characters I think are bad. Okay. What was that? You cut out there for a second. I was going to be like, I don't think there's a single character I hate, but I was like, no, no, there are some that I think keep, are kind of okay, bad. Okay, Pixie, you keep cutting out. Uh, check your settings in Discord and turn off uh, detect my voice setting. The automatic determine input sensitivity thing. Turn that off and like adjust your mic manually because I think it's like cutting you off a lot. Gross. Well, I'm just gonna kind of go along with it. I don't know. It seemed kind of fun. Like every like, tenth I word, e- I had to guess what she was saying. I'm like, huh, <laughs> neat. <laughs> I was like, I could like tell what you're saying like most of the time, but like every once in a while it just like cuts off. I was like, what? Those two times I... it cut off the most important yeah. words. <laughs> that was really. So like, what was that you said? Oh yeah, I said thing cuts off again. It's like, god damn it, oh, Discord. Man. Okay. I don't know what I should set it at. It's the thing. Just, I don't know. Uh... Just move it up and down. Like talk into it. Like just say words and then like see where your green where your bar is at, and like just move it like slightly below like where it's usually at. So. Like, none of that went through. Huh? Hello? Uh, I don't yeah, think so. Uh, we can hear you right now. Uh, like a, blah, 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 blah. This is me. It's more. It's more. talking. I'm good at talking. Oh, you're cutting out now. I'm like, good at talking. I say mine, mine's like this, so you probably catch more of like what I say than what I don't. Um... Book. Which is like it's better to like catch more stuff than it is like have words dropped. Uh, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, like uh, men likes feet. Men is really obsessed with feet. Uh, okay, while we're doing this, uh, if y'all keep bringing this up, I swear to God, I'm gonna find something and pin it on both of you. Uh, fucking, <laughs> I don't care what it is, but it's gonna be bad. You're not gonna like it. Men, I have told you many, many times. If you want me to stop, you have to like literally just ask. <laughs> no, it's really funny, but I'm also gonna do it back. You stupid, annoying people. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I mean that okay. Like also, also, Pexy, you sound fine now, which is good. Wait. Oh yeah, you have yours like super low. That's even lower than mine. Yeah. Hold up. Oh, I think I talk louder than you. I'm just. My, I do not have a very powerful voice. I'm just like a loud, very loud, pushy bitch who just like forces her way into every conversation. <laughs> Are we talking about feet? No, wait, that's men. Always, always men. Always talking about feet. It's literally all he thinks about all day, every day. Uh, and, Ew. you know, all Rosie awesome. thinks about is buff girls. I mean, that's this why I live true. in the States. I couldn't live without my feet, you know? Meters just don't do it for me in the same <laughs> way. <laughs> Heyo, got him. Oh, also, man. while we were fixing, while we were figuring out uh, technical difficulties, can we just take a break real fast? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, Let's do that. So I need to get a water and stuff, so. Cool. I'll be right back. All right, but we're we're back. Uh, I've rectified. I've changed my opinion. Um, everybody should watch Smile Pretty Cure. You should. It's that's, pretty that's good. Fair. That's all I've got to say. Fair. Just as like a small side note about Precure and by extension, uh, Shira. Mm-hmm. I love how hard both shows lean into desexualizing their female characters during the transformation sequence as hard as they possibly can. Yeah, it's good. That is a thing that it's, I like. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a thing that Rosie likes because Rosie is, you know, a dirty degenerate, but degenerate. it is a thing that I, can I like. I sexualize anything. <laughs> I hope you don't sexualize <laughs> Smile Precure, Rosie. Those girls are like 12. No, I can look at She-Ra's transformation and just be like, oh, look at that hair and just be like. That hair is really nice, though. <laughs> It is really nice hair. No, God, I, I mean, we'll get to it later, but that, <laughs> when it's, uh, not Princess, yeah, Princess Prom, yeah, it where it's Princess like, Prom, yeah. yeah, I was just gonna go with she she has better hair, that's, like, my favorite. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I just wanna, like, so run my fingers through it. Anyway. Okay, you're the one being weird. What? Uh, oh, so, now you're bro, the one when, uh, when Catcher's, like, running her fingers through Entrapta's hair, oh, Oh, man. dear. Ooh. Also, Entrapta's hair is, like... Chapter's hair is fucking cool. It really is. <laughs> it's, it's basically just tentacles. So like. Oh dear. Yeah. Oh no, Min. No, no, no. <laughs> You're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> Wait, what? Did you bring up tentacle hair? Because I can definitely follow. <laughs> okay, what's the next episode down. title? Uh, uh, flowers for Shira. Okay. Flowers for Shira. We remember the monster Shira. fucker bingo. <laughs> No, I don't actually. That wasn't a thing. Perfuma is a character. I like Perfuma a lot. She's really cute. She doesn't wear sleeves. What? What's wrong, man? It's just it's not. It's, it's bad got, enough that you have to bring up my supposed <laughs> feet thing. You have to bring up your own shit too. Like Jesus, I just like shoulders. She's got nice shoulders. They're just there. They're like she's got hair and shoulders, and the, yeah, she's pretty cool. Perfuma, Perfuma and her people are pacifists who have done nothing to resist the horde. 
It's true. And I actually really like this. I really like the way they uh, go with that this episode. They're just like, Perfuma is just like, it's okay, we'll just wait for like the bad guys to like stop being bad to us. (laughs) And then just like, no, be proactive. And the entire episode is about like Shira and Glimmer and Bo just being like, no, be proactive, like do the do the thing to like help yourselves. Like, don't just like sit around and wait for somebody else to solve your problems. Do it yourself. Which I like that. And I'm the only one who does like that, it sounds like. Yeah, no, this show's pretty good. No, I really like it. Know. It's <laughs> I was hoping Min would say something, but he didn't. Sorry, I, I was feel looking like, at a I feel perfume, like Min hasn't really design. been talking this episode. It's fine. You're looking at Perfuma's what now? Her, just her design. Her design. Her character design. Holy sweet Jesus. <laughs> it's cute. No, yeah, it's it is legit cute, and this is another part of the besides being really good because she's like a lot skinnier than pretty much any of the other princesses, and she's a lot taller. She's so a she... fucking twig. It's really funny, and like it just like helps her stand out way. from the other ones in a really nice way. She's like a twig, mm-hmm. and then Glimmer is like more like a goblin. Like, <laughs> like a I love Glimmer, goblin but child. she's I like she's got so like much. these stubby little limbs. And it's really funny, <laughs> and well, and yeah, and like perfumers people like they're always like. They're the, the, the uh, uh uh what the hell is it hippies no uh, what is it uh religious you, people on Facebook say what uh, pff, I have no idea where you're going with this hopes and wishes oh hopes oh, and prayers oh hopes. um yeah no uh thoughts and prayers that's it. Yeah. God, the Bojack Horseman episode about that is the funniest shit. Oh my my god. God. The what episode? The Bojack Horseman episode. Oh, Oh. yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, wait, I don't know if I've seen that episode, but I stopped after like season three because I decided I wasn't like mentally okay with watching Bojack (laughs) Horseman anymore. It's really funny. It's like they're making a movie and I think it's about like some like it's like some action movie with like a lot of shooting and stuff and then like I think a shooting happens like and they're like, oh, yeah, man, that's right. maybe that's we right. shouldn't release this movie. Also, like, thoughts and prayers, you know, thoughts and prayers for everyone. But, man, maybe we shouldn't release this right now. It might not do so hot. It's really good. Yeah. It's pretty good. You know, uh, Perfuma is a fun character. And I do like, like, her, like, it's definitely, like, kind of a kid show way mm-hmm. where she, like, grows from being, like, oh, we're just going to, like, you know, thoughts and prayers away the enemy to, like, doing stuff on her own and like it's definitely like kind of heavy-handed with that but it works and it's fun to watch i really like it at the end where they're like will you join the princess alliance can i punch people with vines yes it's just like then count me the fuck in. Love, it's so good it's yeah, really good. awakening to violence as a solution <laughs> yeah. to her problems is really good Look, also just it's very her power fun. is fun and also like stupid yeah. strong yeah it's, it's busted it's busted as plant, hell plant growth is like fucking op it's awesome. right and like i'm gonna be honest like i was thinking about this in like terms of like too practical of a war i was thinking like oh perfuma can like help them grow crops for their troops <laughs> which yeah but that's boring stuff yeah and by boring i mean like part of denser stuff yeah yeah but uh i, don't know. I mean they don't have armies uh their, their army uh, is uh the princesses mm-hmm. and and Bo. And and Bo. Bo. <laughs> and the, the bit where Bo's like, I Bo. think I'm the only non-princess here. <laughs> he's just like sitting there just like, really makes you think face. <laughs> he's, the, he's also the only dude there. 
true. Uh, oh, I was gonna say, I also think uh, Adora and She-Ra, her conflict is interesting. Like, she doesn't want to not be She-Ra. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's like, kind of sort of dealing with the, like the internalized guilt of being in the Horde. And like, I'm useless as Adora because like, Adora was in the Horde and a bad person because she worked for them. Mm-hmm. But She-Ra is like this like paragon that people look up to and draw inspiration from. So like, why bother being Adora? Yeah, it's... Her character conflict in this episode is really good, and also, you know, Glimmer and Bo just kind of accidentally dumping, adding so much more onto yeah. that <laughs> Fucking character conflict. Bo's stories where he's just like, it's like, yeah, Adora or She-Ra fought off two armies of the Horde <laughs> at the same time. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, he's so funny. I love Bo so much. Also, uh, the show uh says fuck you to toxic masculinity because when they show up and like Bo is or and uh, Perfumo is just like oh welcome to whatever my town my ever my kingdom is called and like gives Bo like a little flower crown and Bo's just like oh I get a hat yeah no <laughs> Bo so like pushing back against toxic masculinity is a thing in a lot of modern cartoons that I am very much a big fan of and like they aren't doing it in the way older shows did where it was like the character would run into like some toxic masculinity stuff and like the adult man in the show would be like or maybe even a woman or something would be like you don't need to act like that to be a man or some shit in this one they're just not acknowledging that toxic masculinity exists in the first place yep like it's not a valid behavior at all so it never comes up it's great yeah also uh Side note, uh, Perfuma has, like, a moment of gay panic over Adora. <laughs> or She-Ra, rather. And it's so oh, funny. Can't, it's it's so good. Can't, can't blame her. She's just, like, she sees Adora and she's just like, oh my goodness, like, you can just, like, see the moment that's like, oh my god, I'm gay. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my also, god, Axe kick me in the face, mommy. Like, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> interesting uh shipping observation for you guys uh you notice how catra literally only calls her adora always hey adora even when she she only calls her adora yeah what what does that what does that mean shipping wise just just like they're close because that is that is good i do like that There's a lot of things you can. Getting at, there's a lot of ways. Something you can weird getting at was doing a bit I feel like there. there's something I was really weird. confused. I feel uh, like I feel like you're you know something that we don't know. I mean, I might. It's also you know shipper's brain, which I have a lot of. <laughs> I'm starting to develop a bit of that myself. I think it's it's, it's y'all's fault for making me watch these cartoons with all these amazing ships. Because, yikes! Okay, baby's first OTP. Baby's first OTP. <laughs> yeah. She-Ra season one is just called Min's second OTP. <laughs> I mean, we'll see yeah. if Ka- if uh, Katradora takes over for uh, takes takes the OTP spot from Lumity. But as into Lumity as you are, I don't see it happening. I don't know about that. You know, it's, uh, you know. I, wa- I watched uh, the show first and definitely shipped Katadora, but uh, Lumity like is next level. IMO. <laughs> yeah, Lumity is really good. Right, moving right along. Uh, the next episode is the Seagate, and we get to meet uh, 
the only other valid male character in all of television. Uh, <laughs> hey now, Seahawk. Steven exists. <laughs> True. But also Seahawk is fucking hilarious. Seahawk is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Adventure! Like, I find him incredibly annoying, but in oh, a very oh, yeah. endearing way. <laughs> yeah. He's, the best. He's so good. I don't know, this episode doesn't have, like, a ton of, like, stuff to pick apart. No, a lot of the middle episodes don't, because it's just kind of them going around recruiting princesses. Princess of the week. Yeah, but this episode is does have the first appearance of Scorpia. Yes! Scorpia, I love her. fucking love Scorpia so much. fucking... Princess Scorpia, let's not forget. Of course, of course. The hottest princess. Just gonna go out and say it. I mean, she's just Shira exists. Arachnid Zarya. She's the best. I, I mean, love her so much. Yeah, Shira exists, but she doesn't have giant crab claws, scorpion claws. That's oh dear, oh god, oh no. Say, we're not, we're not going that, down that this route. Go. I distinctly remember chitinous bits being marked down. Uh, so. No, 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 crunchy, yummy. No, 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 no. Also, uh, that tail. Ooh. Um. Anyway, how, how, how about yeah, girl, that, what um, that character <laughs> Seahawk? See how, uh, I, story, I actually really like it when they're on the ship and everybody, and like, they're all better at the ship, running the ship than Seahawk is. is. <laughs> also, it has one of my favorite moments in the series where the sea monster shows up and Adora is just like, Shira dives into the water. <laughs> She's like, no, wait, I got it, I got it. Hold, hold on, it's back. <laughs> it's so funny. It's great. He's just like... <laughs> It's like part of part of the fee is like uh giving you a an adventure to tell a story to tell and then they're just like take us to the fucking place we want to go to please well mostly glimmer the glimmer like really doesn't like seahawk yeah at first but then they become besties right they like ships on fire together it's, it's brilliant they do it's so good I also, what a dynamic uh how they get the ship is so funny because it's just like if I beat you at arm wrestling, uh, you take us there for free. And he's like, this is a terrible deal, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... The real question is, who's d- who's dumber, Shira or Seahawk? Seahawk. Oh, God, Seahawk. <laughs> yeah, definitely right. Seahawk. But, like, he's he, a, he... like, Seahawk is, like... He's a himbo. Yeah, he's yeah. our himbo. He's, he's our himbo. Like... I was wondering, I was thinking, like, is he a himbo? Then I remembered him picking the one kid up and, like, chucking him through the air with one arm <laughs> in a later episode. So, yeah, no, he's a himbo. Yeah, he's great. And also, uh, Mermista. Yeah. Mermista Min's is... favorite character or something. What was that? Min's favorite character, question mark? I love Mermista so much. She's such a fucking... Wait, does she have... She's like... Did, uh... <laughs> She has shoes. Shut the fuck up, Jesus Christ. I'm trying to talk yeah, about this character that I like, and you just bully me with my fuck. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I'll, 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 I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'm sorry. She, she has <sighs> a mermaid tail, which is, like, just as good. Also, like, yeah, jumping in the water and the mermaid tail is so good. I love that. Amazing. Amazing. Same. Uh, she's just such a fucking bitch. I love her so much. She's yeah. just, like, the, uh, you know, that archetype of, like, fucking the teenage Done girl with your doesn't shit. give a shit about anything. It's so like she uh, she would fit right in with the cast of Mean Girls. Oh yeah, yeah, she's like the fourth. She's the fifth Mean Girl. She shows up 
And all the Christ. other ones are like, you're at the top. You're the meanest girl. The meanest girl. <laughs> That's why there's a sequel to Mean Girls called Meanest Girl. And it's just Mermesta's oh like, debut is... at that high school. It's great. The thing is, Mermesta isn't shit. actually that mean because like Seahawk no, is not. still around. Yeah. God, Seahawk's such a simp. Holy shit. He is. It's so funny. Uh. Anyway, Mermesta is good. Yeah. Seahawk tells a story about like lighting the ship on fire, and Mermista's literally just like, "And no, you can't light the ship on fire that I give it to that I give to you." And he's just like, "No promises." <laughs> yes. Then in the last episode, he goes to light the ship on fire, and Mermista puts up the Glimmer torch and like, it. "No." <laughs> uh, fucking again, Mermista's fucking crazy OP powerful because she just controls the ocean. Like what the fuck? Right. It's pretty fucking. fucking... Perfuma, Remista, and the Ice Chick are, like, stupid overpowered. Yeah. Like, their powers are. Entrapped is stupid overpowered, but that's not because of her powers. Yeah, she's just, like, really smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, moving right along to that episode. Uh, system failure, where we meet... Evil uh, robots! Where we meet Entrapta. Entrapta is so good. I I really, really like Entrapta. She's a super fun character. <laughs> She's such a fucking gremlin. Oh my god. It's like, her castle is a fucking maze that nobody can get through except her, except she can't get through it without the she map. Really and she only eats tiny food and, fizz- and drinks fizzy it's, drinks. It's, yeah, it's, it's so, so funny. It's so cute. It's, yeah, it's so good. And they just find like random traps all over the place. I love it. It's so good. This episode also had Drunkadora. Ah, oh, Drunkadora. Yes. Drunkadora, Drunkadora, Drunkadora. That was fun. Which, yeah, it was really fun. Just the and fact it's a- that Glimmer's, like, giving her piggyback rides everywhere. <laughs> and then she turns around and she's gone around a corner and she has to go catch her. It's really funny. Yes. Uh, uh, this episode sorry. had another uh, case of... Um, fight for yourselves stuff with Entrapped uh, mm. as Servants. Oh, they were great. Too. Yeah. I liked... Uh, Perfuma's episode a little bit more the way they did that, but so this I. one's also fun. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a super good time. Fucking Entrapta is so good. I I Entrapta is so fucking good, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I'll talk about it more when we get to the episodes like in like the horde base and stuff because there she is just so fucking amazing. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> she only gets better, also. Oh my god. Uh, also, Bo in this episode is great showing off those uh, leadership skills. It's yeah, like, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're not princesses, but we can still do shit. That was great. Yeah, and it's like. Bo. Bo. It's where we get Bo is the most cautious of the three. Uh-huh. Yep. Also, this episode, Loki has like some really like unsettling, scary moments. It kind of does, With, yeah. Like, the like the robots like get corrupted and shit and fucking. Adora getting corrupted as She-Ra and just like going full like Super Saiyan uncontrollable rage mode and just like ugh, it's creepy in a good way, really fun, cool way. And then she's drunk and it's hilarious. Yes. I would like to get sloshed with Adora. So would I. Be, be a lot of fun. Of fun. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, the Horde's bad, you know, they're evil, but I feel like they have good parties. I feel like post-Horde invasion of killing of innocents, like... From everything I've seen, Horde, I think they, they don't know. have good parties. But yeah, because uh, Dora didn't even know what parties I guess, were. I guess, I guess. It was lame. They're like, 
the fucking horde is just like a bunch of lamos that don't know how to have a good time. They only know how to do all all horde soldiers know how to do is conquer planet, corrupt technology, be bisexual, eat hot chip. Be bisexual, eat hot chip. Okay, fair. And torture your cat surrogate child. So, uh, long story short, uh, Entrapta is the best princess. Thank you. Entrapta is really great. She might be my favorite character, but I also really like, uh, like Adora herself. Adora is so good. Oh god, I love Adora. I like it. I like Adora a lot, but also Catra exists as well. Yeah. Right? We didn't even talk about it's hard Catra to, it's hard in the last episode with, uh, with, with oh yeah, uh, that's right, Scorpia and stuff. That was great. Catra and Scorpia's dynamic is so good. Scorpia is like, and by that I mean Scorpia's one-sided friendship with Catra. <laughs> I mean, I think it's two-sided. Like Catra still like hangs out with Scorpia, like outside of work yeah. things. Like she spends time with Scorpia when she doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. So like I do, I do think like Catra needs a friend who is willing to just ignore her vitriolic attitude and stick around anyway, and Scorpia is perfect for that. Catra exactly. is Kaladin, and Scorpia is Adelin. That's oh just the dynamic we have. You're not. It's like it's a very similar <laughs> yes. dynamic, like straight up. That's so good. Holy shit. Uh. Also, we didn't really talk about Scorpia enough, but she's, like, just such, like, a pure little ball of sunshine. The fact that she's a she bad guy is. is so weird. It's yeah, so funny. I love that. I love that. It's amazing. And because she's literally a princess, like, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she's also in the horde. It's so weird. Yeah, uh, this episode of specifically the entrapped one one of my favorite bits in this episode is where, like, after everything is corrupted and, like, entrapped is explaining to... Um, Glimmer and Adora. She's just like, yeah, I usually have a map, but uh, like all my other tech, uh, it's kind of evil now. And it like cuts to the thing, and it's just got a big frowny face on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tablet. Like I like the show uh, a lot. The humor in the show is honestly just like on point, like that. It's just these like little one-off jokes that just sort of yeah. come and go without overstaying their welcome. But like fun. the biggest thing, the biggest issue with the humor in Shira for the most part is my constantly comparing it to Steven Universe without thinking. In what way? Because Steven Universe has, like, very similar, just, like, little one-off jokes like that. Mm-hmm. And Steven Universes are better. I don't know. I never got, like, the same vibe. I know. Like, I could see why you wouldn't. I just know that I, like, started to compare some of the jokes to Steven Universe, and it was like, I shouldn't. They're, like, not really super the same thing, but, like it happened you know mm-hmm. but steven universe is funny as hell i love that show yeah how to talk to people walk up to them <laughs> talk <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh you know i was honestly like re-watching this i was like fucking like every episode there'd just be like something that would get me to just yeah. like die of laughter i, I do think it's a legit really funny show yeah and it's like stuff that even like shouldn't even be that funny, but like just the way it's delivered, it's just like the fucking like f- angry face on <laughs> Entrapta's tablet just like made me lose my shit. Like everything about Entrapta is my favorite. It's also true. Uh, what's the next? Is the next episode? Uh, this is Cast a Spella now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cast a Spella. Uh, r- real quick about Entrapta is a. Uh, I mentioned it in the uh, channel, but uh, she is like 
confirmed to be on the spectrum. And yeah, that's pretty. And it's like definitely clear that she is, <laughs> and like it becomes more of a thing later on in the series. Uh, she has like a small, like not really a small, like a pretty major character arc that that has to do with like her difficulties with connecting with other people. Right. That's handled really well. I really like it. But uh, she's just our paradigm. Yeah, pretty up. much. Oh my god, not in a, not in a problematic like all people with autism are the same, but like they do share like similar like love of technology and bad at people, uh, don't Lovable. connect well with like things that aren't their machines at first. Lovable dorks, both of them. Lovable dorks. I love Entrapta. Entrapta is a such a fucking gremlin. She's so fun. Also, she has uh, psychic hair control, which is like always a power I've really loved. I don't know why. Her hair thing is really cool. That that is a weird power where it's like it pops up and you're like, that's kind of lame. But then also you're just like it's also really cool. My favorite's the the hunter hunter one, where it's uh, God, what's that character's name? I don't even remember the one in the Chimera Ant arc where she like, she has like hair armor and it's like super sick. I don't remember perhaps, this at all. Are you okay. perhaps talking about the show HXH? In uh, which no, no, the H no. stands for hiatus. I, okay, let's actually <laughs> stop talking about this. The pain is, it runs deep. Uh, I haven't seen that show or read it, but uh, it's on my list. It, there hasn't been a new chapter for two years. Oof. It's been literally two years. But anyways. <laughs> anyways. Two actual real life years. The last chapter might have come out before this show existed. Like... <laughs> Before She-Ra, like, uh, came into existence was the last time we got a Hunter Hunter. Hunter it's actually Hunter. possible. No, no, She-Ra started in 2018, and I guess I don't know when we got an episode in 2018. We got a chapter in... T- anyway! Anyway. Uh, yes. The next one is, uh, Adora Shadows is Mysticor. freaking the fuck out, because, uh, Shadow Weaver is fucking with her, and Shadow Weaver is once again being a cunt to, a. Uh... Oh, wait! <laughs> Katra and, uh, She-Ra talked, and Katra was just like, hey, Adora... Hey, Adora. Fucking giving her shit. <laughs> and Adora is like, stop it. I'm trying to fix I'm the re- shield. <laughs> I'm regretting that I didn't start a Hey, Adora account. Right? Never too late. Just rewatch it. all of season one and then start watching <laughs> season two. I mean, Rosie can probably manage it. She, can, she binges shows like fucking crazy. Only if I've already seen it. <laughs> You've already seen it. She-Ra, though. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> How's Bleach going, by the way? Uh, uh, I haven't watched in over a week. I was about to say, I was I'm, hoping you had one episode. Just one fucking episode without talking one, about Bleach. I'm <laughs> one week Pexy. clean on Bleach. Thank you, Princess Pexatron. Holy <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, we have fun. We do. Um, one of us has fun at a time. But you want to know what uh, isn't fun? <laughs> Uh, emotional abuse. Adora suffering. Oh so first God. off, like Adora goes into this episode like upset with herself because she's like, "Oh my God, I almost like hurt people when I was in Shira form and got corrupted." And then like Shadow Weaver's like, "What if I took that knife and I like sort of did like a clockwise counterclockwise rotation sort of thing going on and just does that for the entire episode?" Yeesh. Fuck. Right. Shadow Weaver is like the worst person alive. She's, she's a meanie. 
right? We also found out that she is um light spinner. Oh yes, that's what she's called. Light spinner. Which is a that's something else that we learn more about. Um her like past in this whatever it's called place, Mysticore. Which is also really cool how they get there where they like jump into like the clouds and they're on like cool flying islands uh-huh. and stuff it's pretty sick yeah and it has like this big magical shield to protect it but like yeah. shadow weaver uses her bullshit magic powers to follow adora uh, to the <laughs> island and then like has ghost monsters like fucking with her it's good shit god yeah. being adora is pain this episode like ah i felt so bad yes. like oh my god so much because yeah uh shadow weaver is using it to fuck with adora and it's like the very very common uh cartoon plot line of the bad guys using her powers to make everybody think that the good guy is crazy and violent and Mm -hmm. the good guy is like what the fuck is going on well am i crazy what's happening Uh, do people hate me that kind of stuff uh like what i do like about this show is that like glimmer and Bo don't like resent her for that Mm -hmm. they're just like they're more so just like all right you need to like chill out and calm down they're not like I also with her for super get Adora not being able to relax, mm-hmm. like not being able to just like yeah, lie same. down is like it's honest. It's honestly really funny because like the only two times that I've ever tried uh, weed was um, both times like I was like sitting there like unable to relax and just sitting there just being antsy and anxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is like and seeing Adora just like sitting around just also being like. Am I doing it right? Am I am I am I relaxing now? Like well, is this like it, I fucking feel that in my soul. Well, it makes so much sense because like back to like the child abuse, which is gonna come up a mm-hmm. lot because one thing I think the show I really like the way this show handles and talks about is like the emotional trauma uh Katra and mm-hmm. Shira both have and their ways of dealing yeah. with it. For sure. From their upbringing in the horror and more specifically by Shadow Weaver, who is a terrible mm-hmm. person. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. coming off of uh, Owl House, like, and in into this, I was not ready for how direct they were being with that, because it's legit, mm. like, yeah, Shadow Weaver actually, like, fucking, like, f- abused these kids, like, super yeah. duper hard. Like, even mm. in Steven Universe, that's, nev- that's like, that's, in- it's indirect, right? But the fact that in this, it's legit just, like, she, she, and manipulated, and, like, attacked these kids and turned them into, like, made them so afraid for all their childhood. Yeah. I was, like, it was, like, it was kind of hard, honestly. It was kind of hard to watch. It was, uh, I was not mm-hmm. expecting it. It's just, like, I just want my pretty princess show with the transformations <laughs> that are good and the fucking... Do you, do you want to watch Smile Precure after this, man? Maybe a, a little bit. Show. I need it. <laughs> um... But, like, Adora's reaction when she thinks Shadow Weaver there is there. Oh, God. Like, yeah. the fucking panic. Tilt. Not tilt, but, like, tilt. <laughs> you fucking gamer piece of shit. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like Shadow Weaver shouldn't have pl- rights. Like... Shadow Weaver's playing to tilt. She's, she's, she's just playing to get her on edge. It's, 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 it's a good strat. It's how she gets what she wants. Okay, so uh, Rosie is canceled. Rosie, gamers are fucking third class citizens dude get the, <laughs> yeah this is right, gamer man. racism yeah gamer right. I don't play video games I uh I anyway we didn't talk about Bloodborne yet <laughs> oh that's Scratch true we gotta Bloodborne. hit our Bloodborne quota uh I I did the thing 
Uh, I beat. Who'd you beat first try? Was it Abrita's first try or was it? You beat somebody first try or like second uh, try. It was pretty impressive. I think I beat Mikolash like third try. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see a Mikolash you beat uh, Abrita's like second or third try. Yeah, yeah, that's it, what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, I think it was second try. I think you, you didn't you, you you like got like wrecked by the aliens on your way back the second time, but then like uh, yes yes and then when you actually got back to the boss yes. fight you killed her that was pretty cool so yeah I'm uh I've gone through all the the main bosses outside of the last couple that apparently I shouldn't do yet and now I'm going through the DLC and last time nice. I played I had just gotten to the uh, Ludwig boss room and Ludwig is so good. I was like, oh, wow, he's just going to charge past me. I'm going to run up behind him and, oh, a fucking horse hooked to the face and I died. So that was, that yes. was actually really fun. I'm looking forward to uh, being in the right mindset to, you know, kind of, you, you know, that mindset where it's like, all right, let me fucking grind this Got to grind out this yeah. fight. Yep. And, uh, yeah, this is it's going to be good. Bloodborne it's good. probably Bloodborne. my favorite fight in, like, all of Souls games. Dang, really? that fight. Yeah, I really yeah, liked I like it. it. Uh, yeah, what can I say? Bloodborne good. I'm not afraid to say this. I will say it time and time again. I'm, I'm brave. I am strong. Like how Rosie like made a joke about our Bloodborne quota, and and Min was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna talk about Bloodborne now." Hell yeah! yeah. So there we go. There's the update. Uh, the panic in Adora's like Adora fucking panics when she thinks uh, Shadow Weaver is there, and it's just like, yeah, it's oh, really Adora, sweet baby. Like you can totally like you're Shira, you can totally beat up Shadow Weaver now, but like that's not how trauma works. Yeah. Like she is so fucking and like it's so interesting because like Adora was the favorite. Uh Catra was the one who got beat all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what the fuck happened to Catra if Adora is this scared of her? Right. Oh god. But being everybody is suffering. And like the the scene at the end where like they're shouting at each other is like really interesting. Cuz like mm-hmm. it's really classic emotional abuse manipulator type rhetoric coming from Shadow Weaver and Adora is just like no. Which I like that that happens. I do cuz I don't it's not the most realistic way for that to go, but I don't want like a 20 episode arc of uh adora getting over her uh <laughs> emotional abuse from shadow weaver honestly can we not do steven universe future again it, it literally yeah. just happens let's not <laughs> can we chill please like jesus because there is no chill only suffering yeah like speaking from experience like just like getting away from abuse isn't like a case of just like no not anymore like it's it's so much harder than that yeah it's a not a fun time no it's not and like as soon as it's been like shadow weaver showing up again like adora's first reaction would be to believe her and want to go back yeah yeah because that's what happened like that's emotional abuse like it's not just like beating somebody down it's making them reliant on you that's what makes Mm -hmm. leaving so hard that's uh pretty much where Catra's at, like more so than Adora, because like yep. Shadow Weaver ra- raised Adora to be more like independent and stuff. Like she was still manipulative, but she like taught Adora how to take care of herself, whereas like Catra's like always had to rely on Adora. 
Adora, and then with Adora gone, she's just like kind of reliant on Shadow Weaver, if anything, so that way she can just she's reliant on be better than her. I'm really not ready yeah. to watch it. Can we just do Hilda? Can we just can we just <laughs> let's do Hilda? That seems nice. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, uh, let's go to the next episode, Princess Prom. Yeah, woo, Princess Prom. Honestly, this is the kind of wacky, time-wasting nonsense that I've been missing <laughs> for the last episode or two. I love Princess Prom. Yeah. Did y'all go to your proms, by the way? Uh, I was homeschooled. Uh, no. But, uh, had there were homeschool like dances that I did go to, and they sucked because <laughs> Ew, homeschool dances just a bunch because. Of- uh, it's exactly as awkward as you think it is that's awful that's awful and also uh i hate dancing <laughs> yeah dancing is not the best how i actually did go to my prom just like some friends it was fun mm-hmm. uh i accidentally uh my junior prom i couldn't go to because i was sick i believe Oof. i didn't go to my junior <laughs> prom i don't 100 percent remember why i feel like it wasn't a case of just not wanting to go but it might have been uh, my senior prom, uh, I missed because I graduated early and started working full time. Holy shit. Okay, yeah. Wow. And Can't like I just like found out like two weeks after it happened that prom happened two weeks ago and I was like, Oh <laughs> yeah. shit. Well, guess I'm not going. Yeah. Why can't I God damn it. Prom's good because it gave me an excuse to buy a suit finally, and I still have that suit. And that's the suit I wear. Nice. Yeah, nice. I never bought a suit and I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Speaking ah, of suits, I don't know. Suit, suit, suits are cool, but yeah. Speaking of suits, you know what Catra's wearing in this a episode? suit? It's oh so good. Fucking suit! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Suit Catra. Also, <laughs> like jacket pearl. Like you're getting all no, up and arms about suit Catra, and like, like suit Catra is pretty good, but also Scorpia's dress. Yeah. Scorpia rocks oh. that dress really fucking well. So good. Fucking. She wears. She wears. She wears a dress in uh season five. And like fucking like kills it in that as well. She's awesome. But uh, catcher in a suit though. Okay. I have a Head question. empty. I, I have a cat girl in suit. <laughs> that's that's all I've got. That's all I got to say. I, have I can't a... think of anything else. What is your question? Why can't I change Rosie's nickname on the server? Because she's Cause... you're you're not a mod. I don't think. Because she... I'm the server owner, and I'm more important than you. God, damn it! Sorry about it. Fuck you, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the uh, the lead up to the prom, like that whole like dress up get together scene is oh, super God. cute. Adora's reaction to uh, like the prom to like plan everything <laughs> out like crazy hard yeah. is super fun. God. God, I love her. Also, a uh, Glimmer and Bo have some drama. Oh yeah, yeah it is. Oh my God, this like petty teenage drama is so good. You think so Glimmer fun. might have a crush? Uh, maybe a little bit. Just, a, but it's like it's not issues. even like it's not even. Yeah, like I thought a, I took that a bit differently. It's, uh, yeah, it's that like felt more like. Not, like I do enjoy them like as a ship because they are very cute together and they're like best friends to like being in a relationship. Ships are like my some of my favorites, but like in this it seemed more so that she was just insecure. Yeah. Um. I I I make the like. She has a crush joke, which is honestly my interpretation of it towards like the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode. But like mm-hmm. as the episode went on, I, I like I was feeling that less and less. Yeah, which I do like the way that they spin that because it's not just like 
petty slash like oh well if you just talked about like her feelings it would get solved it was more so she was like insecure yeah like she has abandonment issues and is scared of all of her friends leaving because she never had any mm-hmm. friends and I can yeah. relate uh... yeah but uh we also meet uh princess frosta who's so much fun uh she in season two i think it's like at the very start of season two uh she has like a lot of great moments being part of the rebellion and it's so great and like seeing her be like this like serious small girl in this is like really fun because like she's she's a kind of a fucking dork in season two and she gets to act like a kid afterwards i love that but, uh, trope of like serious as a younger character that has to be serious but then learns to let loose that's mm-hmm. a personal yeah. favorite of mine that's some good shit also we talked about the dress-up scenes but also the dress scene for like um scorpia is trying a bunch of stuff on and catra is Amazing. like critiquing it is <laughs> yeah fucking brilliant it's too good okay and you and you say catra doesn't like scorpia <laughs> she totally she's Ketra is like too fucking tsundere they're just half animal besties I love them half animal besties yes you're 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 correct <laughs> uh, two of the oh. sharpest girls at the ball hey hey god <laughs> no uh Katra is like playing to tilt here as well <laughs> Where she just like shows up and she's just like leading Adora on like this fucking I love chase the entire so time. I love like... the entire interaction between them as Adora is just obsessed with Katra. Like, and this comes up yes, a lot. Is. Like, Adora is obsessed with Katra. Like, mm-hmm. like their like relationship dynamic is not one sided at all. Mm-hmm. They're both like they both got it bad. Uh, the really high Adora game. note Catra leaves in the garbage can that <laughs> hey Adora and it's just like got the high fucking Adora. drawing oh my god uh, also so Entrapta is here yes Entrapta is yes. here and she's not even dressed up she's still wearing her little like with a recorder uh, it's a social experiment <laughs> it's so fun it's, it's also fucking... she and she and the who is it who is it that uh, Scorpia interacts with briefly is it is it her uh, or is it it's somebody or is it or does Entrapta interact with Catra is what I'm no Catra yeah. interacts with the school. yeah uh, Trapta Entrapta because yeah, Entrapta okay, almost falls off the balcony and Catra grabs her that's right yeah it's great mm-hmm. and like Adora is having trouble with uh, neutral ground yeah which is always fun to see like that's definitely a trope is like the good guy gets like taunted and tilted by the bad guy on the neutral in the neutral ground and like i enjoy that trope a lot it's always fun to watch that happen like adora has like no fucking chill actually none like when she finally tilts and like attacks her and Frost is just yeah, like, but that is after the dance. Ah, oh, the dance! Oh my god, the dance is so good. It's so, so good. They're gay. They're That's really not gay. gay. It's just 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 prowling proper decorum. They just got a the traditions of the dance, and they're so fucking gay, dude. They're so gay. 
Like, I love the dance. I don't even just love, like, their interactions. Like, that scene where, like, Adora picks up Perfuma in the dance I thought was, like, really cute. Yeah, yeah. cute. That's what it is. <laughs> Why she must you le- be like this, Rosie? She legit... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Why? Oh, man. I can't even come up with an excuse. All I can do is just apologize. <laughs> okay. Fine. Whatever. Like... I don't know. This cat cat lady in suit is hot. Brain brain no function. Cool. I'm not even talking about the cat lady in the suit. Yeah, but she's there. I'm talking she's about present. Perfuma and like Adora oh, wait, like casually that. picking up Perfuma because Adora's boss. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I I missed that bit. I I didn't quite hear that part, and so I was just like, God, Perfuma's dress yes, is so cute in this cat girl. <laughs> Also God, everyone looks so good at this. Everyone looks dressed up so nice. Especially Bo. Oh my God, like, the scene where Bo's like, it's kind of cold. I'm going to get a cummerbund because he still has his like, fucking, <laughs> like his stomach showing through his tux is amazing. Yeah. It's so funny. He's like, he's looking at himself in the mirror. He's like, hmm, and he like just rips it off. It's so funny. God. But yeah, like the penultimate moment of the dance is obviously when Catra dips Adora. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> good? Yes. Yeah, you good, Rosie? Very... No, I'm fine. Give her a moment. Some air? Oh, some water? No, I'm good. I'm <laughs> like... good. Uh, you know, maybe a break. Like a, a 10 minute break. <laughs> Is that all longer it takes you? Takes you to what, Pexy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, Why I don't like I, so... <laughs> Do whatever you're going to do on your break, obviously. Okay, okay. Yes. Um, Next um... episode, no princess left behind. In this episode, a princess gets left behind. Well, they think she should, they don't. They they think she got incinerated. To be fair, but also yes, yes they left interrupted behind. Uh, at the end of the last episode, uh, Glimmer and Bo got kidnapped and taken to the bad guys, and they have and all the princesses are like, "We're gonna go save them," so they go to save them. And uh, oh, also that does remind me. Uh, I was gonna say, um, Glimmer is playing on tilt the whole time at the dance. Yes, and. One thing I always love to see is like in those kinds of situations where like the characters just like quick act like you said something funny and then like say, what and they just like laugh loudly and fakely as the other <laughs> yeah, person walks that. by. <laughs> it's like oh it's just me and Adora we're just making up our own inside jokes and it's so fucking like and Adora's just like what and Bo is just like what and also uh, another thing that I really liked about that episode was um when cat or catcher when a uh, glimmer is like. It's okay, I forgive you. And it, and Bo is just like, uh, you what? <laughs> like, what, what do you have to forgive me for? And it's like, this is, this is, you're the one being kind of nuts here. And it's just like, Glimmer is just like, kind of unable to accept that she was in the wrong. Which I think is a really, mm, I'll say telling yeah. part of her character. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh. It's, uh. That goes more places. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah, oh, last few things on this episode. Marmista and Seahawk show up as an item, <laughs> which is really cute. It's really uh, fun. Seahawk is just his normal self, and he gets Marmista to blush a lot. And it's really funny. Correct. And, oh, and also, uh, I guess this is more the trope in general of, like, the the, natu- the neutral ground thing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a pretty good illustration of what can happen when you let uh, certain types of people into supposed like safe spaces and how that yeah. should go really wrong and you should do something about it correct 
Wow. Uh, super subtle. I can't imagine what you might be talking about, man. Yeah, honestly, I surprised myself with my uh, nuance and my subtlety. I'm just really talented and humble. Extremely humble as well. Can't Look, forget all that. I'm saying is that maybe we should just allow a little bit of murder. Just a little bit of racism. Subtle. Just like, you know, just to keep things nuanced. Uh, I'll think about it. You know, I do want to meet you in the middle of it there, but at the same time, you know, not a big fan of murder. Uh. Not that video fan. that fucking yeah <laughs> was posted is every oh time every God. time i see that video uh, or every time like somebody says something about being centrist i just think of like i'm being nuanced <laughs> i think we should just like allow some people to die and be murdered brutally for no reason and it's just like i'm just i'm just meeting both sides halfway and it's just if, like, if y'all haven't caught uh, onto the drift centrism fucking sucks and we don't like it here correct the uh the joke from that that always sticks with me the hardest is where the right wing person is like, "I want ten slaves." Ten slaves, and then the <laughs> and the other and the liber- and the leftist is like, "Fucking no, you can't no, have no slaves. slaves." And the centrist is like, "Okay, what about this? What if I give you five slaves?" What five slaves? <laughs> like whoa, <laughs> which like obviously like that's the joke, but like Jesus, yeah. guys, it's just like it's just... <laughs> centrism is uh. Bogus, fucking dumb. Anyways, uh, no princess left behind. So at the end of the last episode, Glimmer and Bo get kidnapped because Glimmer was playing on tilt and Adora yeah, got. We already went over this. All the princesses are gonna go save them. Okay. Yes. Uh, highlight of the episode is Entrapta. Entrapta is the highlight Brilliant. of every episode she's in. Tbh, and it's great. I mean, you might be right. <laughs> I don't know if she's the highlight. No, she's not. I don't know. Mermise is pretty great uh, in this episode too. She just has like, I gotta do what? You're like, yeah, just swim. Through. No one else just can swim breathe up the water. You just gotta sewer. swim through the sewage. She's like, Ugh. yeah, <laughs> I love her but so much. Entrapta, just like she's getting great. distracted and running off constantly in Perfuma, being like, no, Entrapta, no, no, no. no, you have to come with me. Like, we- Perfuma is honestly a saint. Honestly, yes. Like, imagine if uh, Entraptor got sent with Mermesta. <laughs> like, how oh, that would have gone. Entraptor would have died for real. <laughs> like, also, when uh, Scorpia captures them and <laughs> fucking uh, Seahawk is like, I'm the inspector. Yeah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> and fucking. <laughs> Scorpia buys it hook, line, and sinker. Right. Like God, their, himbo and, their himbo and herbo energy just oscillated at the exact right <laughs> frequency where they just like, it was positive like amplification and they just like mm. increased their own stupidity. I love it so much. It's so good. I love like, it. Yeah, it's so fun. And so they just like take off. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then to get, like Scorpia eventually figures it out and entrapped a fucking bashes her in the face to, yeah, <laughs> to help that's also pretty great. Seahawk get away. Oh, also when Seahawk's like duck, and it, Scorpio's like, wait, where? <laughs> I always laugh at that joke. It's a good one. <laughs> um, Fucking good Also, shit. we meet the best character in the show, Emily. Yes, Emily. Emily is so Emily's good. Emily's a good girl. Who is Entrapta's robot and is... A wholesome little sphere and by little i mean like giant mermaid death bot <laughs> yeah by little i mean like fucking like eight feet across or some <laughs> shit no i love entrapta's thing with uh her robots it's really wholesome like she's just like so affectionate to the robots it's amazing 
Entrapta, Entrapta is great. Is the most precious of precious beings. But also a horrible little gremlin child. Holy shit. I mean, by child, I mean like lady in her fucking late 20s. <laughs> is that how old she is? Oh my god, yeah. yeah. I figured she was around like I guess I all I guess I don't actually know how old all the princesses are. Except they're for, like uh the ice one who's like eleven and three quarters, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> uh I think she says she's twelve and three quarters, but yeah. Don't let her hear you say that she was only eleven. She'll fucking kill you. Uh, I'm gonna look <laughs> it up to see who's right. No. no, I just looked it up and she's twelve and thirteen by the end of the series. But uh, Entrapta, they say, I don't think it's ever explicitly said in the show, but she was written to be uh, in the 25 to 30 range. Huh. Okay. I'm gonna catch you. Aha! Eleven and th- age of 11 and 3 quarters. Suck it. Are you sure? That's what the wiki says. Hmm. I thought it was on the wiki. Hold on. Frosta at almost 12 years. Okay, yeah, almost 12. I was a fool. <laughs> Were you killing a bug, or was that just like, haha, <laughs> I, I know more about this? <laughs> I'm better at remembering completely pointless information than Rosie is. I have defeated her. I can now replace her. Uh, can you give us a little intro there, Pexy? Uh, Princess Pexytron? Can we, uh... <laughs> uh, Bo's in prison and makes friends with one of the guards. And it's very Little cute. Bleach talk, Kyle. perhaps. Fucking Kyle. <laughs> Fucking Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Kyle is such a good name to like a... bitch about. Dunk on him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this this episode is lots of fun because we get to see them go on a heist, and heist episodes are always fun. It's also not fun because Glimmer is being tortured the entire fucking time. <laughs> Oh yeah, God, Glimmer is, so uh, like, straight up actually being tortured. Yeah, it's fucked up. Shadow Weaver is... has no chill. Right. Not a great person, IMO. Yeah. Okay, I'm a... sorry to oh, interrupt okay. the podcast, but I need that... your reactions on the picture I just posted. Oh, dear. I'm just seeing these other pictures that you posted. I'm mm. like, oh, dear. Oh, dear. Wait, that, that last one is so good. <laughs> That's inappropriate. Oh, that one. Yeah, I did see that one. Uh, I've seen that posted a couple times, and I'm just like, Hilda, why are you so mad? Why are you so mean? <laughs> so good. Man. I fucking love it. Oh, God. Anyway, I'm, so, I'm sorry for interrupting. Let's, let's continue. We're totally um, going to watch Hilda next. Uh, the Beacon. They rescued everybody, but they think Entrapta is dead. Yes. But Entrapta isn't. She is hiding in the vents and continues to be fucking amazing this episode. <laughs> Fucking just scurrying around the fright zone, just gathering tech and making robots. It's so well, good. The best part is like after they capture her, where she just like walks out of her bo- out of the shackles. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I love that sorry. shit. That's so also, she like gets back. In. That's like, another trip that I always love is when like characters are restrained, but they can just leave at any time, and they just sort of like casually like let themselves out and go yeah. back in, back and yeah. forth. I love that all the time. Uh. Camp Laszlo is not a good show, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> but, but one really, really funny joke I remember from that episode is they have one of the characters locked up in a jail for some reason, and he's mm-hmm. standing with the jail holding onto the bars with his arms, like, out <laughs> yeah. for, like, the whole episode, like, freaking out that he can't get out of jail. And at one point, he just realizes, like, wait, 
and just walks between the bars. <laughs> I love that. It's the only it's good joke in that entire show. That show had yeah. some good jokes. What do you mean? You don't like the monkey and the elephant making funnies? All the I might like it if they were beans. actually making funnies. The, the, the lizard guy. Come on. I can't remember his name. I can't remember any of their names. It's a blast. something screwed up on my end. What's up? Uh, you guys always like fade in. Fade in? Like you start really quiet, then fade in. I don't know. I kind of just start quiet. That might be me. I am not sure what it is. My voice isn't very loud as it as it, as it stands. It's almost like it's suppressing when I'm talking. It's suppressing other noise. So when you start talking, like right after uh, me, it like ah uh, weird suppresses what you're saying. Huh? And I don't know why, and I don't know how to make it stop. Technical difficulties. Hooray! Uh, this is a good point. Also, it's a good stopping point to uh, take a quick break. Because this is like the final arc of the season is like these three, four episodes. Yep. Right, let's do that. So I'm going to go get another water because I'm out. So I'll be right back. Okay. We will also be right back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And we have three more, four more episodes to finish. This is, this is going on for way too long and it is clearly Pe- Pexy's fault. I'm going to decide. Alright, Pexy, this is your fault. Yeah, alright, cool. But yeah, so uh, next episode is The Beacon. And Glimmer is fucking got this corruption curse thing going on and can't use her powers, which is... really, uh, really wants to hide it from her mom. And her mom is like, oh my god, are you okay? We we should talk about what happened because you got fucking Mm -hmm. kidnapped by the Horde. What the hell? And uh, Glimmer doesn't want her mom to find out about the curse and so she's like hey let's uh not talk uh bye <laughs> fucking and see ya and the mom's like fucking what Glenn, no please this ain't cool you can't just do that but yeah um i like the characterization for angela here where she's just like <laughs> pulls the queen card to get glimmer to fucking talk to her which i yeah. think is just like really funny and low-key pretty wholesome she just wants she just wants to make sure her daughter's like not fucking like dead and she's like you were a literal literally a prisoner of war for like a few days and glimmer's just like no no it's fine totally fine but uh she gets through to her though which is nice and not of her own choice which is rough <laughs> yeah but like but angela like actually like sort of levels with her and she's is that in this episode or is it the next episode um where she's just like your father was like that also end of this okay. episode i mean yeah i know when are no it's in the next episode where she gives uh, Glimmer her father's staff. I know that much. Yes. Okay. The end of this one, she's like, oh, yeah, yeah that's okay. Don't make the same mistake your dad did. Also, Angela has pointed I ears. Did. She has pointed ears. Didn't Hell realize. yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. It's pointed ears, all right. Is that, is that a thing for you, Rosie? Yeah, they're pretty, pretty, pr- pr- pretty neat. Okay. 
Me too. That's all. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I like pointed ears too. Anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, I think we mentioned earlier the entrapped scenes in this episode are great. I love it's like uh, when Catra's first talking to her, and it's like she's like running her fingers through her hair. And then Chaps is just mm-hmm. like completely oblivious to it. Yeah, and it all, like, yeah it's, it's just all. like, whoa, this is weird. Like, how does this even work? It's really funny. Yeah, I'll, yeah, and Trapta is being a fucking gremlin, like going so hard in gremlin mode this episode. It's so she good. Is and Scorpio is just like, cool. And Catcher is like, what the fuck are you saying? Scorpio is just like, all right, new friend, let's go. I also really love the scene where like Catra's like, uh, explain so like normal people can understand. And Trapped is like, and then Scorpio the seems to like... understand. She's like, Scorpio's drawing stick figures. <laughs> so and then like, and Trapped is just like talking super slow, and she's like, by using first one's tech, I took math. Wait, do I have to explain math to you? <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking dunk on Catra without even meaning to. Right. Like, Entrapta is the most unintentionally sassy bitch alive. Oh my god, she really is. But, uh, yeah. She-Ra, uh, Adora's like, I need to figure out my She-Ra powers. So she runs off into the woods to a temple. And Catra yes. is like, and Entrapta's like, I found a big energy source. And Catra's like, I'm gonna go see what that was. It's and like, runs oh, hey, I know where that is. Temple. Yeah. Um, also the bit about, that we get about, uh, Glimmer's dad, Micah. Um, we do learn more about him in season two, I want to say, and um, it's pretty cool. Like the 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 stuff that we learn about him is neat, because he was a cool person, and it kind of like sort of sheds a bit more light on like Angela's like behavior. Yeah, her behavior about Glimmer and not wanting to lose her. And I forgot about this conversation that she has with Glimmer where she's just like sort of levels with Glimmer and then realizes herself that she's like, I've been overprotective of her and like I need to let her do her thing or else she's just not going to like trust me at all. More good parents. More good parents. Just add it to the list. We have our fucking list of good parents. Everyone in Steven Universe and Angela. Well, Except for Rose Quartz. Greg <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she doesn't go. <laughs> Greg's Greg fine. is a, Greg is a good parent. He just goofed. Uh, uh, he screwed up yeah, a few okay. times, but he is he is an ultimately a good person and a good parent. I mean, a lot of shitty parents are ultimately good people. That doesn't make them not shitty parents. Anyway, we don't need to get off on the Greg <laughs> debate. Uh, Connie has amazing parents. We can all agree on that. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, let me get promise which is episode 11 oh real and... quick this is the uh, beacon had sword safety it was really just just funny sword safety <laughs> oh, sword yeah, safety. Well, oh yeah constantly talking about swords i fucking love yeah that. that was really funny where he's just like stop pointing the sword at it's like maybe we don't point the sword at our friends it's so it's like funny. are you trying to get impaled uh, okay what if i just stab glimmer with it and maybe the sword will like and glimmer is like on board and bow's just like freaking <laughs> out <laughs> good it's good shit uh i love Bo. next episode is my favorite wait is this the episode with all the all the flashback uh holograms yes yes this episode is my favorite episode this season oh my god it really fucking rips my heart in half oh oh so like i've talked about shows we have all talked about shows that do flashback stuff and like you mentioned in steven universe also how like 
we don't get any flashback stuff until after we've like established these characters and gotten to know them mm. and like so often like shows will use flashbacks as a crutch to basically explain away and introduce new things for no reason um i.e bleach titans etc uh <laughs> without getting into discourse on those but um hey, i just really like came the... up again yeah i'm fucking i know <laughs> i'm gonna bleep it but out I'm, jesus but i'm only using it bringing it up to acknowledge that like the way steven universe and she-ra both do like flashbacks is like it's actually stuff that we care about and gives us important context and fleshes out the characters yeah seeing seeing she-ra or she-ra seeing adora and katra's like childhood relationship and like how their dynamic started and changed and has stayed the same throughout all of it is like so good like how shitty shadow weaver was shadow weaver being a fucking creep i like adora's hero complex yeah, and, like, getting more insight into the way Catra, like, actually feels about Adora, like... Because, mm-hmm. Ka- like, Catra legit wants to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she refuses to admit it. Yeah. It's... Oof. Oof, oof, oof. Catra plays the tilt, but she's also always playing on tilt. Mm-hmm. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always on tilt. <laughs> like... I'm always tilted. Yeah, it's oh god, and just like watching, like the relationship was so good, but like Katra so had so wholesome. many issues that she refused to talk about. Yeah, and ah, uh, man, when she like loses the fight against Adora, like in training, and like, yeah. and she's just like, "Don't worry, I'll catch up later," and she like goes to the restroom and like fucking cries, cries is pissed off and shit. Like, God, I feel that so hard. Like oh, before I before I like quit playing Smash like competitively, that was like basically be like after every tournament. <laughs> Just pissed off, mad at myself, mad at the game, mad at everything we were doing and stuff, and it's just like seeing Catcher just like being that is just like God, I know that feel. I'm happy you don't play Smash anymore, because that sounds unhealthy. Yeah, that's why I stopped playing. Now I only help run tournaments, which is a lot more fun and more satisfying. well when we're not in like covid times and tournaments right. aren't allowed to exist but you know <laughs> right 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 yeah. so anyway yes it's just because everything we've seen up to this point this is the first episode that like really gives us some insight into like how catra feels mm-hmm. because everything yeah. else has been from like adora's perspective and it's just like why why, why is catra being so mean to Adora, like Adora just wants mm-hmm. to help her, and then it shows this episode, and you're just like, "Oh, sweet baby." <laughs> and like we have seen like parts of like Catra's uh, frustrations coming out, like like her frustrations with Adora and stuff, like where she's going back and forth, where she's doesn't want to help Shadow Weaver, but also like she needs to she's under orders to do it and like and she you can tell that she is like resentful of adora but like this like really like sheds a ton of light on that Why? dynamic yeah it's yeah yeah it's a really and it's not episode. and it's not and it's not just like them in the past either it's like their relationship is being like they're confronting their relationship like in the present as well while they're forced to like relive the past which 
I think is a good way to do. Yeah, it's just flashback yeah, it's episodes. interesting because they beat up and they're like they're enemies now, and their reaction mm-hmm. isn't like, "Oh, fighty fight," and then we have to help each other because if we don't, we'll die. It's like, "Oh, you're here. We'll work together." Mm-hmm. A bit exactly. reluctantly, but yeah, like I mean, not reluctantly. really so much on Adora's part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. They have a very also, good and fun see, dynamic. We see Shadow Weaver's face for the first time in this episode, and Sheila is fucked up. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's fucking ugly ass motherfucker. Wow, being cool. Keep that mask on. Holy hell! <laughs> rude. Wow, man. Not wrong, but rude. I'm sorry. The the the, the fucking the, the child abusers' feelings get hurt. Fucking boo hoo. Right. I'll cry no. and play the world's smallest fucking saxophone because I can't play violin. <laughs> <laughs> oh god man uh, but no you're right fuck shadow eater um not a nice lady no she's not so yeah <clears throat> anyway uh the episode ends with catcher going like full dark side fuck oh you, my Laura. god yeah the ending of this episode oh, it felt like catcher the... please oh jesus catcher please and then yeah yeah so yeah, does Catra get back at the end of this episode or the beginning of the next one? She gets back at the end of this one. Okay. That and she like she's she talking gets... to the scorpion and Trapta and they're like, oh, she's our best friend. And she like pauses. Ugh. Oof. Oh, I love... Oof. This This does have one of my favorite moments, though. Because Catra gets back. And first off, Catra looks rough. Yeah. And she's then a... Catra gets back and then Trapta's just like out and then... Catch is like, uh, why isn't she chained up? And a trap is like, oh, sorry. And then she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. So funny. Oh, there's also the bit last episode where Entraptor went to get back in the shackles, and she's like, so this arm goes here, and this hair bit goes here. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I really like, uh, they basically do a great job at making Catra feel more threatening as the season goes on, because at first it's really just like, oh, I just want, they should just be friends. They should just mm-hmm. just do the friend thing. But then like this episode specifically, it's like, oh, sweet Jesus. Catra's like, she's like evil. Like, I love her so much still, but like, jeez, that she's like, oh my God. I have a very distinct this... feeling that this is only the tip of the iceberg, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, there's the um, the contrast between like we didn't mention it, but uh, in like the first like two episodes, I think in episode two, um, when Catra and Adora first like fight after she leaves, like Catra like zaps her with the stick, and she's like, "Oh shit, did that that hurt that bad? I didn't mean, I didn't know it like hit that hard." Whereas, like, oh, yeah. in this, whereas That's in this also episode, really funny because she... she starts to get up again and Catra just zaps her and you're like, sorry, sorry. Sorry. Instinct. <laughs> whereas in this episode, she literally like lets her fall to her supposed doom. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, ugh, yikes. Also, that episode had a bunch of lore stuff that we'll learn about later, but uh, Light Hope is God, I hope she has a sister episode. named Heavy Hope. Or would it be Dark <laughs> my, Hope? Like... Oh, my fucking God. Right? Dark Despair. Dark you ever despair. seen a villain named uh, Blackheart? Hey. Huh. Uh, uh, so, Light Hope, episode twelve, 
We're almost there. We're almost at the end. Lido oh. can, you know, fuck off. What a bitch. I don't like her. Oh my god, you are gonna hate her so much. <laughs> I already do. I, I already don't like her. Oh my god, you're gonna hate her so fucking much. It's gonna be great. Uh, okay. We didn't really touch on this, but this uh, bitch Light Hope is like, "Hey, Adora, uh, you're the Shira. This planet, is, this whole planet is uh, Light is uh, First One Tech, which Entrapta also figures out." Uh huh. And... What were you gonna What were you gonna say there, Min? I was just gonna say, uh, we uh, didn't get into it at all, but this show is super chosen oney, like super. Oh super yeah, Omega. it definitely ha- it definitely yeah. has the chosen one thing going. Yeah, which like. I don't remember where that theming ends up going as the show goes on. I don't remember. I think I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I mean, we'll it's kind out. of inevitable with the source material, I'm guessing, but still, yeah. Just like, I mean, the chosen one stuff in this doesn't super bother me. Yeah, it's like it's not used as a crutch, which is well, usually the for me chosen one stuff a lot more like there's two kinds of chosen one stuff there is there is the one that is chosen to defeat this specific bad guy that sucks mm-hmm. and i hate it and then mm-hmm. there is gen- generic you're the chosen one to like protect the world and maintain balance like the avatar yeah right. and okay. that one okay. works a lot better for me at least yeah okay and that's definitely what like this one is more yeah. so angled at and it's also like upfront about it as well, where yeah. it's just like that's kind of what this is. And I I want to say they do stuff with that trope as the show goes on, but I don't remember what they do. We'll see. For for the life of me, I cannot fucking remember. I can't remember if it's like yes, definitely chosen one stuff, or if it's like no, it's actually all a fluke. I honestly can't remember. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, Light Hope gives her a bunch of info on being like Shira, and yeah, it's like she, yeah, kind of another flashback episode, but it's like more so lore stuff where yeah. she's like explaining stuff to adora yeah like the whole planet is a uh the giant supercomputer or something yeah and like the last she-ra like fucked up and like fucking like teleported the planet to another dimension or some shit yeah i actually had forgotten about that um and there's a moment at the end of i think season four that's really cool that's related to that it's really it's really neat yeah and then uh light hope is like this is a trope and it's a trope i hate where light hope is goes to adora and is like you must give up all of your friends so you can mm-hmm. be emotionless and save everyone and it's like Haha, go fuck yourself yeah that uh that definitely comes up as the show goes on as a uh theme slash trope that they sort of tackle and un mess around with in I mean, a good way yeah well we'll we'll, we'll see how it goes because like no tropes are not inherently bad but mm-hmm. like i really hate this idea that connections make you weaker because they literally don't yeah but the, speaking of connections was, making you stronger episode 13 uh you're missing something from episode 12 
uh, Swift Wind. Swift Wind! <laughs> <laughs> oh my, okay. Uh, in episode, like, three, Adora accidentally gave a horse wings. Oh, and we didn't horn. even talk about that. Okay, yeah. And, yeah, we didn't even mention it. I didn't, I wanted to not bring it up till now. In, like, episode three, Adora accidentally gives a horse, like, wings and a horn. It's so funny. Horn and magical powers. And then it, it's gone. It just, like, vanishes. Yeah, and then it shows up in this episode. In the interim, it learned how to talk, <laughs> and shows up and is like shows up in the castle and is like, "Hey, uh, we need to go save Adora." Clipper and, so and Bo-, Bo are like talking horse, <laughs> and then and Slytherin's just like, "All right, I'll give you a second to freak out about the talking horse thing," and they go like, "Oh my god!" And then he's like, "Okay, are you done?" I love it. And then they're leaving, and like Swiftwind stops to yell at a. Uh, um, Angela, Angela, like we're gonna have to talk about old horses in your stable because like that's not chill, and it's like let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Swiftwind is so good. It's I love so Swiftwind. Uh, Swiftwind uh, also teleports into Adora's mind. First, she's talking yeah. to a uh, Light Hope, and Adora's like talking horse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, well, also, we should mention, while all of this is happening, um, Hordak found out what Catra was doing, said, you should do it more. Uh, Entrapta figured out that the Black Garnet that gives Shadow Weaver all of her powers, you can do some shit with that to suck up a bunch of power from all of the other gems to make the uh, princesses weak and, like, yeah. fuck with the weather or some shit. Yeah, it's cool. So... Catra fights Shadow Weaver and wins, and it's great. It's like Catra's evil now, but it's also super cathartic to watch her beat the shit out of her abuser. Oh my oh god, god, it's the entire series is like, uh, Catra's being evil, but like also like, she's getting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's, that's the, that's the show. like... Entrapta just like doesn't understand like morality in a very hilarious way. Yes. Like, she wants to do this thing because it's cool and sciencey. She doesn't, like, really think about the, like, the long-term implications of what she's doing in a very interesting way. good. Like, she, she's into, like, progress for the sake of progress. Like, she doesn't really mm-hmm. care, like, what it's used for. Yeah. It's but, great. Yeah, the, the weather goes all fucky and uh, the forest dies. So, in the forest was the thing protecting Brighton. The forest gets, like, frozen over more so is what it is. Well, I mean, it does, it does, getting frozen over does kind of kill it. You die when you are killed, Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you think that, like, do you think if we, like, froze over the Amazon, it would be fine afterwards? Like, no, it just, No, but it's also, but it's also a magic forest, so it's, like, only frozen. Also, I mean, frost frost doesn't necessarily kill stuff. Kill we get it, or... Rosie. It comes back later. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> like it's still dead. Like fuck it. This wasn't frost. Trees uh, had like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's just it's just semantics. Doesn't matter. The trees had like fucking like ice like growing on them, and they were like busting and falling over and shit. Like yeah. the forest oh. is fucking dead. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's just semantics. This episode has the first transformation, like full animation, in like a while. There was like a four mm-hmm. or five episode like drought there where they didn't show it, and then they did here, and it was good. Yeah, yeah. It's All uh, we got the really good scene with uh, Natrappa. Oh, Natasa. Yeah, Natasa. Yeah, yeah. 
where she's just the yeah the bit that uh min mentioned earlier about just like this is what i do i do nets i throw nets <laughs> yeah and her power is actually like cool so yeah it's neat and spin around and this is the part where like that they don't have soldiers thing comes up because mm-hmm. like the horde is attacking with like a bunch of robots and troops and tanks and stuff and the forces arrayed against them are uh the princesses mm-hmm. and bow and bow <laughs> and bow and seahawk no seahawk well, is yeah, there they, yet they don't well, yeah, eventually they, seahawk yeah they don't show up until the next episode which is the battle of bright moon yeah and adora like rushes back to save everybody well no um, yeah well in an attempt she wants to rush back to save everybody well, we well no we were we've been on the next episode for a bit but we didn't like really like put in a clear we're moving on to the next episode now thing they're but it, yeah it's like a two-parter sort of thing so it's they'll blend into each other like that anyway but, uh, yeah they're they're fighting and uh they're trying to destroy the moonstone that gives uh glimmer her power and angela too maybe i don't know for sure um we get a clear answer on that later on i don't remember what it is but uh oh, for sure really for matter. sure for sure angela glimmer. is like using her powers to uh like try and protect the moonstone while the horde is trying to destroy it and uh adora does her thing where she sees katra and is like i'm going to ignore literally everything else and chase after this one person that doesn't sound like adora because that's what adora <laughs> does it's almost like Adora and Catra's relationship is the actual main plot of this of this show instead of the whole Horde Rebellion War. Whoops. Almost. But uh, one of my favorite things is like when, like, it's the eleventh hour and like everything's going wrong and horrible, and then like the cavalry has arrived. Yeah, it's a super super common trope for a reason. The classic. I love it. It's so much fun. And yeah, Mermista and Perfuma, and then. The the real surprise, uh, Frosta, mm-hmm. yeah, fucking shows up. It's so good, and they do like a big ass rainbow blast and kill everybody. It's awesome. It's <laughs> Literally great. beat people with the power of rainbows and friendship. It's and great. Glimmer gets her powers back. Ten out of ten. By you know, no, Shira like magics the moonstone and gives uh, and that gives Glimmer her powers back. That's what happens. Yeah. It's great. Also, Shira got the power to turn her uh, sword into a shield. Like we completely forgot to mention that. That's a yeah. thing she can do now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's neat. Um, she's uh, this so this episode like, oh, what was I gonna say? I don't know. My train of thought has been derailed. Uh, back to the the fight with Katra and uh, Shira. Fucking, that was like brutal. Like, oh my god, yeah. Catra's getting in there, like, cutting her the fuck up. Yeah. yeah she no. just slams her ass into a fucking cliffside. Like, Jesus. God, but I wish that was me. There's a fic oh I'm gonna read that after I finish the one I'm currently on, where it's basically like Catra talking to Adora, like, Hey, Adora. No, it's more like you were <laughs> She-Ra. I didn't think they'd scar. Damn. Huh. Interesting. So, that should be fun. It's pretty uh yeah fun that's the word for it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh rosie definitely didn't make comments about wanting uh she to uh anyway <laughs> no clearly i was talking about catra and getting scratched yeah catra that's what, yeah. <laughs> well i mean also does she scar what was that you cut out there for a second does she scar 
Like, uh, no, no, Catra like, scars. Well, I guess I don't know if it's canon. I just know that's what it was in the fifth. Oh, okay. Because like later in the episode, she looks fine. She's like all healed up and whatever. But yeah, I like that idea. Hmm. Oh, and Catra versus uh, Shira versus Catra is totally just strength versus Dex, and it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know if it actually scarred, but the fandom decided it did. <laughs> uh, the uh, the part where, uh, or rather, with Scorpia in this episode, it's really weird to see Scorpia like actually fighting anybody. Br- yeah. Oh no. yeah. She's like she spends like the entire series like just sort of being <laughs> chill and like being Catra's like reluctant or yeah, being Catra's friend. Uh, and so it's like actually watching her like fight people is just like honestly really funny to watch. Well, it's super interesting to watch her be, like, actually kind of intimidating and scary, too. Yeah, right? You forget that she's this, like, fucking, like, six-foot-tall woman who's, like, buff beyond belief with scorpion stuff that can, like, poison you or crush you. I don't forget. Yeah, you sure, <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> God, who let this person onto this podcast? Oh, my God, you are... <laughs> You are worse than me, Rosie. You are at least as bad as me. Probably worse. I don't Why know. Why did what you're I choose about. to do a podcast with the world's two most useless lesbians? I swear. I don't to know, Captain Feet. Why did you? <laughs> I'm no captain. Sorry, I, General Feet. I am but a mere passenger on the. On the <laughs> <laughs> fucking change men's nickname. She's not allowed oh, to be the leader like of the it. Crystal Gems. I'm not. I changed it already. <laughs> Change it too. Oh my god, change it. Men is not allowed to be Amazing. the leader. Fuck that. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, uh anything else to say about this episode? It's good. Or, or the series, like uh or the, the season, I guess. Yeah, um not sure what else to add. Uh rewatching this show is interesting. It's uh really cool. Especially like like I mentioned earlier, like seeing a glimmer happy, uh, seeing oh, seeing well, Catra it ends with Catra becoming Hordak's second in command. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Hordak is spoopy and intimidating. We haven't talked about him much, but he appears in like a couple of episodes. Yeah, and he's like this like scary dude. Um, but no, seeing seeing a Catra like actually being intimidated by a uh, Shadow Weaver in this first season is like also like really interesting because like she spirals like <laughs> <laughs> so i said the count uh catra fills voids in her life with power count one two three four like five or something by the end of the season and a half like... right jesus christ mm. so any yeah. anything else to add about the season in general what do y'all think? Ooh, uh... I want to watch more of the show, really. Same. Like, like this nice. whole season felt like set up for what's going to happen later. Yeah. Like, definitely. really. And like, I, I, it worked. Like, I want to see what happens later. <laughs> so like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Yeah, exactly. I, uh, I love like all of the characters. 
like all the princesses fucking Bo Seahawk they're just the best I love them so much and I want to see more yeah what is it with modern cartoons and just having like the best fucking characters yeah it's almost like character writing is important and having that in kid shows is good and should be done more and it is cause yeah who would have thought too easy oh man don't want to do good characters just have plot and flashbacks do that instead just consume just consume so shall we wrap up with uh what's uh what's our what's our third segment now do we have a third segment yet i don't think so uh we don't really have a third segment like we kind of had a third segment but it eventually like evolved like we changed the format so we talk about like we talk about the show for way longer now and don't really have time for a third segment anymore. <laughs> yeah. True. So we so we can just not do a third segment or we need to work on like cutting down the length of the like actual show talk. We don't need a third segment, it's fine. Alright. Because the third segment stuff was gonna be like fandom talk, but we already kinda had that with the when we were talking about the eighties fan eighties show. So, like, I don't know, maybe men can just, like, cut that out and put it in the, for the third segment. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> I get lazier so. and lazier by the day when it comes to editing this shit, <laughs> so I can tell you for a fact that is not happening. Alright, so let's, that's it then, kids. Go, uh, go watch this show if you haven't already. And, uh, see you next week, I guess.